2: thinking what are we gonna be wearing yo i'm a liverpool mc you can't trust me Pick
1: up the girls take the party let's get down to crazy jimmy big up myself and always i'll be the one and only the turkish mc always have the clothes of jimmy bitch punk yo what i wanna be Hello
3: and welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell and Deirdre Sarego, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture and entertainment and we are live in the studio with Chadster. This yeah. is true. Welcome
4: back What's fellas. Up? Welcome back.
3: <laughs> Before we get started let me introduce my cool outrageous man about town co-star Mr. Ron Russell.
0: How do you do again? It's me. Hey, everybody. We're in sunny Florida. We left that dreadful snow up in New York City, and we're just loving every bit of it. Ron was in the pool the other day. We're visiting with Chad, and I have a very dear friend with me that we will introduce in a little bit. And it's a great show. So get yourself some, like, you know, potato chips and Kool Aid and snack.
3: What? Don't, don't All drink that the junky Kool-Aid. Stuff. Then we got to... <laughs> Okay. Going forward, we got that man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy.
4: What up, what up? Good to see you guys again.
3: Absolutely. Great
0: to see you, Chad. You're looking good, baby. Are you lifting weights more? You no, I'm huge. lifting more food. Oh, but you look, <laughs> you look gigantic. You're like Popeye now. Right on.
3: What's up, chat room? We'll everybody in the chat room, uh, we want to welcome you to the show. Uh, we want to give a special shout-out to everybody in there, but especially our little baby, Shane Layton. Yeah. Yes. We love her. We
0: had dinner with Shane and Frankie last night. and Of course, Shane Layton is the authoress of that fabulous book of light and darkness that everybody's got to buy because I've I've read a lot of Anne Rice and she's much better than Ann Rice. Absolutely. So do yourself a favor. Pick it up, read it, and enjoy.
3: And probably her husband, Frank, is probably like listening. So let's give a shout out to the super stud, Frank. Frank Gang. Who, who, is, who
0: plays a vampire.
3: And uh, everything is awesome with it. We want to give a a shout-out to Ginger Irish. Thank her for all the help with the Shorty Awards. Mm -hmm. We have a new uh, person in the chat room I just met on Twitter today, the voice critic who's sending us uh, music, and I don't think he can hear me because he says it's not streaming for him. I'm not sure why. Refresh it. And uh, hang on. I'll put him to refresh the page. And we want to also give a shout-out to Alexander Aiden and everybody else in the chat room. We're going to have a really fun show today because we're in the studio and we're having a blast. And... What are you going to tell him, Ron? You got any good stories you want to tell him before we introduce your guest?
0: i got a ton of stories. You know, driving down from uh, Philadelphia was a joke because I don't eat garbage. Jimmy only eats French fries, hamburgers, and whatever. They Uh they scrape off the floor in these dumpy diners. (laughs) And we stopped into a waffle house. In Cocoa Beach, Florida, and the lady that was serving us hadn't any teeth. Maybe four were missing in the front with black roots and blonde hair, which is okay, you know. To, Does that to turn you is, on? Does that turn well, you on? Well, actually not. To okay. each his own. And it was freezing. And I said to her, darling, could you kindly lower the air conditioning? She said, we don't have any air conditioning. I said, oh, could you put on the heat? She said, we don't have any heat. I said to Jimmy, where the hell are we?
3: It was 40 degrees. It was 40 degrees outside and it was cooler outside than it was inside. The place so was freezing. here I am huh. having
0: my pancakes in this big, big ski jacket. So I said to her, what is it like here in August? She said, hail. <laughs> so that was our drive down. So when, I, when you drive down from New York, bring a picnic basket.
3: That's right. And we had to get down here because we needed to be in the recording studio on Mm -hmm. Monday at Power Station Studios because Shane Layton was recording a new anti-bullying song with super superstar singer Wendy Moten, who's like sold millions of records, and Chris Thomas and Karina Iglesias from The Voice – and uh, and they're doing a new song and it will be coming out pretty soon and we'll probably have everybody on but it's really, really cool.
0: And I was there also and I got to know all the people in the recording studio and in a little bit of time, I'm going to record five songs.
3: There you go.
0: So there I'm going to be a recording song like Johnny Manthus. Chances are, cause I wear a silly grin.
3: And, and Chad, is there any like uh, – Somebody in the chat room is having a problem that says it's it's not coming up. What what would you give, like, a No, suggestion? when I heard that,
4: I went over to my computer and checked it. We're good to go, Jim Star.
3: Okay, so I'm not sure what it is. Uh,
4: what's, what's the problem? He what?
3: says it's just bouncing left and right like it's not streaming anything. Hmm, I'd anything? say
4: close everything but the station. And uh, if you have anybody else around in the uh, the same apartment using your, uh, your uh, what do you call it, your internet service, maybe tell them to hold it for a second. <laughs>
3: Okay, I told him that then. So go. so we're going to have a great show today, you guys. We have Dave Vesio. He's an actor who plays the villain in tons of movies and work with lots of great celebrities coming on. And we also have Sir Major, who's going to be in the new Hunger Games, I think. And he's also going to be uh, in uh, Need for Speed that comes out in two weeks. And uh, he was also in Coven, uh, American Horror Story. We also want to give a shout-out to our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego, who just showed up in the chat room. What's up? And uh, <laughs> Hey,
0: Deirdre. How you doing, Deary?
3: And... Today we have a very special guest in the studio with us, and she's going to like kind of like be a guest co-host today. And then we're going to talk about her after our first guest of all the great accomplishments and cool stuff that she does. But she is our Broadway bombshell and a very good friend of Ron's. And she's a Tony winner from Memphis, and her name is Fran no, Bazaar. Her,
0: her 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 musical was when Memphis that she won, won the, the Tony for. She's not from Memphis. <laughs> she's from New Jersey. <laughs>
3: Tell him, Franny, and uh, and this is Fran Bazaar. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Yay! Welcome,
5: Franny. Thank you. It's nice to be here. There you be, go.
3: It's gonna be fun. Absolutely, and you look fabulous. Everybody, hit the ITV button, and you can see we're all waving at you now. And Fran's gonna shoot you a bird.
5: Whoa! No, I guess no, not. I don't. No, <laughs> Fran. That's, that's not my style. That's not Franny.
0: <laughs> don't forget, Franny's a Pennsylvania girl. You know, she was a virgin until she got married. Oh. Well, looking did.
3: all dead. It got it. Yeah, dead, dead quiet. quiet. <laughs> silence. Mm. Somebody <laughs>
0: did. Somebody did a. Yeah, a th- now that was him over <laughs> there. You. So
3: that's okay. I, I, I'm just filling in here. So, um, so we're gonna be talking with her uh, about all the cool things that she does, and in, in, both in Broadway and here in West in South Florida. And um, and talk about winning the Tony and all kinds of stuff And then
0: And the new Broadway show that she's working on
3: There you go, loving it all And so it, it'll be like the Fran Bazaar time After we have our first guest day. Mm-hmm. But right now we're just going to talk bull stuff for So this minutes. way
0: we bring you all kinds of music We bring you Hollywood And now we're bringing you Broadway via Fran Bazaar
3: There you go Oh, I didn't spell Deirdre's name right, okay Anyway, she's saying hi to everybody So And the person who can't get it to stream I'm not sure what's going on So I don't know what to tell you
4: Maybe um, if you have a smartphone, download the Live 365 app and uh, punch it up through that way. Try okay. that one.
0: What is the man saying?
4: And then search for W4CY radio. That should, that should work.
0: Meanwhile, I want everybody that can see us to look at the blue plastic cups that we have. Oh, my. The studio really is classy. I think they're going to charge <laughs> us 10 bucks a plastic cup. And the water, I think, is like alligators have swam in it. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> Welcome back home. Well, that, that's Dean. You know, the owner of the network, the station. <laughs> Dean is not exactly the spender of, the, of time. In other words, you know the old saying, deep pockets, short arms? That's Dean.
3: I uh, think and Dean, he's in L.A. working on I the studio I yeah, think Is Dean calling in? <laughs> no, he's going to be I calling in. Him. He's going like to yell at us in a minute. <laughs> well, for at,
0: at least he could have given me a, a cup with my name on it. But crying out loud, how cheap can you get?
3: We
4: didn't have enough time.
0: <clears throat> okay, but Dean is out in our L.A. station. What's our, what is our call letter out there?
4: It's K4HD.com. That's the LA, the L.A. station.
0: So for you out people out there listening to us in L.A., go on that if you can get a better reception. <laughs> can they?
6: Ron well,
4: thinks the, so we still work with the I antennas. <laughs> <laughs> it's all wired now, Ron or wireless? Oh, I didn't Well, I guess know it's always been wireless, but it's a different type of wireless. <laughs> we dropped the analog. Listen,
0: we got a new car, and I'm still looking for the keys. And oh, I you found out start- it's a push button car. Really? Yeah. I said to Jimmy, what do I Fingerprint?
3: Wait, I said just uh, any- no, not fingerprint, just a push start. That's it? I so did-
4: anyone can get in your car and push start? No, because no. the car
3: will only, you have to, there's a key, but the key doesn't go in the car. The key, yeah, there like, is no you keep key. it in your pocket. Oh, it's it's a bo- like a, it's a little box.
4: It's like a little scanner. Yeah, it's not
3: a real key key. Yeah, and then right. you go and you push the button to start, but if, like, like I leave the car running all the time. But if somebody tried to steal it, 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 it dies once you're 25 feet away. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. So cool. like nobody can actually steal it because it won't go anywhere. Nice. And, I, and I said to
0: Jimmy, where do I put the key? And I said, but where's the key? I only have a box. How do you get the key out of the box? Because I drive a TT Roadster and I press the little key thing and my key shoots out. Right. So he said, you press the button. I thought, OK, but you have to put your foot on the brake and then press the button.
4: Yeah, an hour later. And you figured it out, all right. Well,
0: I figured it out. And also the television goes on when you back up. So I left the car in reverse and I was singing and dancing in the back of the car and people were driving by thinking I was a little strange. But I figured, hey, I'm on television, you know, has to have fun. Right on.
3: We also want to give a shout out to anybody since Fran is new to the show. Anybody who might be like friends of hers that are listening, we're just going to say hi. Yes. And you say hi. I'll
5: say hi to my, all my friends out there. There you go. And if you have any shout outs, you want
0: to hit some names out, do it. Mm. No, no, she doesn't want to do that. For, I'm good she's for good for, now. for that. She's good for just saying okay. people
3: in general. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, she's not going to tell us about her new boyfriend. No, she
3: doesn't want to talk about that one. It's fabulous, fabulous, and cool and wonderful. So everybody it's tuning just in, in right he's now, we want yeah, everybody you know, who's everybody out there right see, now God. listening. Fred we want to like thank you because we're going to have a lot of fun with this whole thing, and we're just having fun in general. The weather is so nice here, you guys. It was like minus. It was like five degrees when we left. And here, I don't know what the weather is here, but like he was in the swimming pool. Mid seventies, something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Not but cold. listen to this: 80s. we
0: leave, it's five below zero, 10 feet of snow. Mm-hmm. We get here. Guess what the weather is in Philadelphia? Sixty-two.
4: Oh, warm I don't know up. If that's right, though. It is right. My
0: phone said it. <laughs> New
3: Hope. Where do we live? New
0: Hope. It's uh, sixty-two degrees. That was
4: brief
3: you believe that? It's
4: only brief. Don't so
3: worry as about. soon as we come down here, then the weather's nice up there, and then we'll go back on Monday, and Freeze then the weather will be terrible.
0: Hurricanes, blizzards, birds dying in the sky, hitting us, all kinds <laughs> of stuff.
3: It won't be any fun at all. Sounds apocalyptic. <laughs> it Absolutely, is. It
0: is totally I'm sitting on my Also, warm. we want to
3: thank everybody, too. Everybody with the Shorty Awards, thank you so much. Uh, we, we did really well. We want to thank everybody for voting because there was many more people uh, in the categories this year. For all of you all who don't know the Shorty Awards or the Academy Awards for web-based uh, material, we came in 14th in the world. And um, although we didn't do as well as we did last year, there was many, many, many more people uh, in, involved in the voting, and, and you could vote for a lot more people we did get. Best radio personalities, number one, two, and three. So I was the, number one. The Jimmy's three hosts three. of the Jimmy Starr Show got best radio personality in the world for any kind of like a web or television or radio show. So we want to thank everybody who voted for us, and it's awesome. And all the musicians out there uh, uh, who, who are on the Spectrum Music Group, Spectrum Music Group got voted best record label in the world. Cool. So it was really, really awesome. So we're we really, thank really everybody. doing
0: it. We're doing it, and of course we have award winner Fran here who's going to tell you all about our goodies. So this this show today is just full of
3: awards. And also, Shane Layton, she got voted. Uh, number 31 for best author in the world, which well, is pretty good considering she's should have been 23. Number one. She should have been number one, but considering there was Wrong. like thousands and thousands of people to come in 31st is really good. And the, and, and considering there was like 50,000 singers, she was number 113.
0: Yeah, but I bet all the books that beat her were porn
3: books. People oh, yeah. buy that crap.
0: <laughs> Decent writing doesn't get anywhere. And her sure writing is
3: fabulous. There you go. Yes, absolutely. And everybody should get it, Of Light and Darkness, you can go to of light. Oh, actually, I don't know where you go. Follow Olad series on uh, on uh, Twitter, and you can follow Shane Layton on Twitter, and that way you can find out all her different uh, ways I'm to ha- find out I'm having trouble the book.
0: with my microphone; it keeps going down. Does anybody have any Viagra? <laughs> I, could, I could rub it on the microphone; maybe it'll stay up. This microphone is. Go ahead and collapse. say something. <laughs> you, <want laughs>
3: back you can back say up? anything, pig. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Let me tell you a
0: little bit about my Franny. She's the best friggin' baker in the world. And when I met her, she threw these cakes at us and I fell in love with her then. Now she does Franny's peanut butter, oh my God, fudge squares. Which were
3: very good, by the way, when we ate those the last time. I I told
0: her to put put them out in the world, sell them. She doesn't do it. She has them in beautiful boxes with her drawing of her face on it. It's Franny's, Franny's what? Peanut butter squares. And she gives them to her friends as gifts. Is Cindy Lee Samuel your cousin?
3: No, Cindy, no, no. No Nero Who was on there Cindy Lee Samuel Hello Cindy Lee Samuel I just thought maybe Because your cousin's name is Cindy I don't know what her last name is Yeah no she's Cindy Nero Okay Hey Cindy Lee Samuel What's up Thanks for tuning in
0: (laughs) (laughs) No because my cousin listens to the show every week And then she critiques it afterwards She's a sweetie pie
3: And you guys can go to Amazon.com Slash of light and darkness For Shane's novels Uh, Two of them are out The third one will be coming out soon And it's going to be awesome Right like, well, I,
0: I'm not going to, how can I embellish that? I mean, I read her books. I, I you know, I don't blow smoke up anybody's kazoo.
3: Um Ooh, he said kazoo, Chad. Well, I'm being proper. <laughs> yeah, Fred, no. friends Fran's here. What's I don't, don't Now, you wanna, need to be proper anyway because we can't use any bad right. words.
0: But, you know, reading her book is like being there. She writes like they used to write. She's descriptive, she's colorful, her, vampire. How could you make a vampire? be romantic and how can you fall in love with the vampires I mean it's impossible to write that kind of stuff without sounding stupid Uh, and it
3: blows Twilight away
0: oh yeah please and she blows Anne Rice away I mean she's a brilliant writer she's got seven books coming out she's on number three right now she's a bestseller number one I mean I love her work
3: so here's what we're going to do, you guys. Actually, first, one more shout-out. I want to uh, t- tell everybody to tune into to the Irish Ginger Show, Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY. They have great guests, great musical guests, and uh, it's a super great show, so please support our other shows on the on our station. And now we're going to call Dave Vessio.
0: I just want to say one thing. I want to thank everybody for voting for Jimmy Starr as number one radio talk show host. I really didn't want to win because living with him would have been misery. <laughs> <laughs> so thank all of you for voting for it. There
3: you go. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you get Dave online for you. Okay. Good. 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 I know for that it would be cruel. What are you doing? I want to know who I'm talking to. Dave. Hello, Eschia. Dave Vecchio. Hey, Dave. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show.
7: Uh, thank you, thank you.
3: And you are live right now. And before we get started, I'm going to introduce you to everybody. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, welcome to our show.
7: Uh, thank you, Ron. Totally appreciate it. Good. And- I, ho-
0: I hope I don't upset you too much with my questions. Here we
7: go. <laughs> Uh, I doubt it. You know, I've heard it all. Oh, you've heard.
0: I have a reputation about you know getting our stars to come clean.
6: Mm. We also,
3: we also, uh, Dave, we have a guest co-host today, and she's a Tony winner for a a musical she produced, Memphis on Broadway, and she's our guest co-host today, and a very good friend of the Jimmy Star Show, and her name is Fran Bazaar.
5: Hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm a big fan. Oh, you do.
3: You do. Congrats on the Tony.
5: Thank you. And then we have
3: uh, our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy.
4: Dave, welcome to the show, sir.
3: Thank you, Chad. Thank you. And then I have a lady in the chat room named Cindy Lee Samuel. Like She's like your biggest fan, I think, and so like she says hey, too. <laughs>
6: <laughs> hey, Cindy Lee.
3: We have a chat room full of people, so say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everyone. There you go, and uh, we want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. I'm Jimmy Starr, and tell us where, where where are we talking to you from? What where are you located? Uh, Los Angeles,
7: West Hollywood, California. There you
3: go. Where in West LA? I'm
0: from there, originally.
7: Where? Uh, where at?
0: <laughs>
3: where
7: at?
0: Oh, where at? Spalding. Yeah, Dr- in Los Angeles. Spalding Drive, Beverly Hills.
7: Oh, nice! <laughs> it, nice. Was, it was nice, but I used to hang out in all the
0: gay I'm not bars. Not nice. No, no. I, I hung out in all the gay bars in West Hollywood, so I know it well. And my good friend Betty Davis lived on Havenhurst, so I used to be there a lot. And Shelley Winters, of course. I understand that the Silver Spoon Diner is gone, and I'm devastated. It's gone.
7: Do you know Sally Kirkland?
0: Very well. Uh, Sally and I... Oh, wow. She's, she's a dear friend of mine. I know exactly oh, what
6: you're talking yeah,
0: about. Yeah, well, so. you know, Shelly Winters was a buddy of mine. After Shelley passed, we had a memorial yeah. in the Silver Spoon. And I said, Shelley and I loved the tuna fish sandwich on white toast with a chocolate malted. And I think we oh, should... Na- good. I, thi- I, say, I think we should name it a Shelly Winters. And they were going to do so. Sally was there. A whole bunch of stars were there. Everybody was there paying tribute to Shelley. Who we still miss to date. She was a fabulous, funny lady. I loved her sex talks about the best guys in Hollywood. Sean, Cass- uh, Sean, Con- Sean Connery was the best ball she ever had, and and um, <laughs> yeah, and Bert Lancaster almost knocked her through the wall. He was banging her so hard. I mean, she was just phenomenal. Oh my god! Oh, Holy she shit. loved she loved her men. I mean, she was wonderful, sweet dear friend. <laughs> sweet dear Sally was very close with Shelley. Yeah, yeah.
7: yeah. Sally and I went there. Yeah. I think in our. October and yeah, like you said, Silver
0: Spins. I yeah, I think know. I think I want to have Sally on the show. She's wonderful, great actress. Oh, she's I a great teacher. Do, yes. She's teaching in Hollywood now. She's fabulous. She's an, she's an Oscar winner also. Sally Kirkland okay, won the Golden Globe too. Golden Globe, right? But the Oscar she won first movie she ever did. She won an Oscar. That's how good. Good. She, she played wow. an, an abused wow. a Hungarian woman or something. I don't remember, but good. Anyway, yeah. So we all have the same friends.
3: Yeah, yeah. see now. That's, so that's cool. like our that's, that's like so our cool. Will Smith 6 degrees of separation. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, welcome to the show and I want to first of all I want to say, well, you know, we're uh, our W4CY, we're broadcasting out of Florida, but Ron and I actually live in Pennsylvania and we normally broadcast from Pennsylvania, but we're down here kind of vacationing and having some fun. And uh, you're from wow, Pennsylvania, so You guys are spoiled. Yeah, we're spoiled. Where you know. are you from in
0: PA?
7: Uh, Pennsylvania, Somerset. It's near
0: Johnstown, outside of Pittsburgh. Okay, we're in New Hope.
7: What? Say that again? We're in New, Hope. It's we're like in New Bucks, Hope.
3: We're in Bucks County, closer to Philly. Actually, in between Philly okay. and New York. And uh, okay. and we just did a movie, though, in uh, Pittsburgh. What's that town?
0: Cannonsburg. Yeah, in
3: Cannonsburg, which is right outside Pittsburgh, wherever Perry Como's from. We just did a yeah, movie. I... It's coming out on Netflix in April.
7: Congrats, congrats! Yeah, my my dad's family's from Swickley, which is Pittsburgh, but my mom's family's from Somerset. So,
0: okay, so you're a PA boy?
7: Uh, not really. I was only born there, and then when my dad my dad did three tours in Vietnam, and one of the tours he was gone for the whole year. So my mom took me and my little brother to live uh, in Somerset just for one year, and then when he came back, we left.
0: So, when, so did move, but, when did you move? When did you move to LA? But my whole family
7: still lives there, though. So
0: when huh? did you move to LA?
7: Oh shoot! I've lived here three different times. My brother was born here in '72, mm-hmm. uh, and then I moved here uh, when I was on the run from uh, FBI, ATF, and all that crazy stuff before I went to prison <laughs> for a year and a half. So I was on the run. So I was here for a little bit in Hollywood. And then I came back here as an actor seven years ago.
0: Oh well, I moved to California uh, ten years before I was conceived in 1950.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, Lo. Have you actually only been acting for seven years?
7: <clears throat> no, no, I've been acting for 12 years. So I was in New York for four years. So, so I guess that's 11 years.
0: I got to tell you, your work's pretty good. You know, you're not you're not a crappy actor. You're good. Oh, thank you. No, it's thank true. You. You're not, you do good work. I like your work.
3: It's so funny because when, like, when I met you on Twitter and I saw the cool p- Twitter picture you had with Chloe Grace Moretz who I think is freaking phenomenal and uh, yeah. and I'm a big fan of like all the kick-ass movies and stuff. I just think she's phenomenal and I was like, oh, you know, that's like really cool and I was like uh, – then I, when I looked you up on IMDb and saw all the stuff and then your bio came with all the new movies with all the great people that you're working with, I was like, <laughs> damn, you know, for 12 years you've actually accomplished a lot.
7: Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm ex-infantry and, you know, we're taught, you know, achieve your mission. Failure's not an option. So, so when I became an actor, I just put my, you know, my nose to the ground and just kept on running straight. So.
3: When, when you were in the military, did they make you see Full Metal Jacket?
7: Uh, you know, I've, I've seen Full Metal Jacket. Uh, the, the movie that mostly represents my unit, uh, because Oliver Stone was in my unit in the Vietnam era, uh, Is the movie Platoon
6: okay?
3: So, I always bring yeah. that up. I, that's the picture that he has on his Twitter. That's a great picture. I, love I always bring that up uh, just because, like, uh, we had Matthew Modine on the show, and I'm actually releasing Full Metal Jacket Diary. It's like all about the making of the movie on an audio book next month. Wow, that's so, awesome! That's yeah, going to be a, a
7: that's, big, that's big, probably a crazy story right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, Stanley
3: Kubrick actually told him to take notes the whole time yeah. along. He turned it into an app last year, and it was a, a really highly regarded app. So after we had him on the show. We talked about turning it into an actual audio book for people who want, you know, not everybody does the whole computer thing.
0: And if you're very yeah. nosy out there, like I am, you're going to get all the dirt that went on behind the camera. He tells how. <laughs> and, oh no, he does. He tells the making of it, the mistakes, the fighting, the joys. The one, It's a it's a fabulous, fabulous event. Do not miss wow. it. Wow. No, it's really cool.
3: So we're gonna. I want to like. That, and, and and it's
7: true. I mean, you know, boot camp's just like that. You know, you, you know, mm-hmm. it's a team effort, and if someone. You know, wants to be mm-hmm. different from the rest of us. It's our job to put mm-hmm. them into shape, you know, because we're supposed to be a team. Mm-hmm. And then once in a while, you know, someone will try to kill themselves. I have. A, I remember in my boot camp, one guy swallowed a whole bottle of aspirin because he just wanted to die because he couldn't take it anymore.
0: Terrible. You won't die, but you'll wreck your liver. So don't any, ever, anybody out there ever think you're going to scare somebody by taking aspirin. It destroys your liver and you can die from an overdose of aspirin. We have, wow. to, we have to tell our people. Listen, I never ask personal questions because I know it affects the guests.
7: Yeah, right. I used to be a photo journalist for CBS News. That's all we do is ask personal questions. Well,
0: I don't I don't like to ask personal questions. Are you gay or straight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight. Okay. Are you married? Uh, no. Oh, you're not married. No. Uh, you want to no. give out your age? <laughs>
7: Say again?
0: You want to give your age? Oh,
6: yeah. I'm 43.
0: Okay, listen. On I'll the, second, boy, 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 on the, the second half of the show, there's a Deirdre Sarego coming on, a gorgeous redhead. She's our vixen. She's an actress. Maybe you want to give her a phone call and marry her
3: <laughs> and, knock, and
0: knock her up as fast as you can so I can be a grandfather.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she is gorgeous. It's daughter.
0: <laughs> it's my daughter. And watch her on the second half of the show. She's a gorgeous blue-eyed redhead bombshell five, five foot ten skinny gorgeous thing and sweet and she can cook nice size. she makes de- oh, she makes de- de- she makes delicious chicken and she can dogs. act
3: so like mm-hmm. and, sh- and wow. she's like uh no i taught her to her cook. Theater actors? that's right she's got the whole thing together
0: <laughs> and she's right. sweet as pie just you know just duck when she throws a punch <laughs> 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 You'll learn fast I how to duck Even more fun. <laughs> right. No, she's a pepper. She's a a good girl. I raised my daughters very, very good girls. They have good morals. No drugs, no booze, no men. Like uh, nuns, now
3: she's ready for men. no I do no, this whole I do this whole, ru- I do this <laughs> and whole routine, I still single not. Married yet.
0: <laughs> I do this at like our house when people are over. I said my daughters are like nuns, and the both of them look at each other, smile and roll their eyes, <laughs> 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 like, is Daddy stupid, or what? <laughs>
3: So I want to, like, talk a little bit about – because, like, you have a a couple of things. First of all, you have a lot of things that are up and coming, but I just want to talk a little bit about Hick um, because, like, I was so impressed with the cast. So you're in this movie uh, with Alec Baldwin, Blake Lively, which I'm pretty good friends with her brother, Jason, um, and he was in, like, the National Lampoon European Vacation movie, Um, Juliette Lewis, and Chloe Grace Moretz, who I think is probably going to be, like, the biggest it girl of, like, that – 18 year old generation oh, that's totally, out there right now yeah. you know she's making totally such me. a big splash and so you're in there with some of the people that are like some of the biggest people it people and especially because i think it was 2012 right like like blake lively she was on the cover of every freaking magazine in the world
0: she's going to be a yep. superstar and, that girl uh, i love her
3: and so tell us a little bit about like how was that working with like all these like you know huge ass people
7: You you know, my scenes only dealt with Chloe Moretz and Eddie Redmayne, but Blake Lively was on set when I had to do my stunt work, and I just missed Alec Baldwin. Like the day I flew out of North Carolina, Alec was being flyed in.
0: Oh, lucky uh, you! You missed him. I hear he's a real creep. (laughs) (laughs) I heard he's a he's an sob. He's an sob. They
3: don't say that about you.
0: (laughs) He would have he would have snubbed you and looked down at you and, and said, "Why is he here?" (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: get him off the set I don't want him on the, he can act get him out of the picture yeah. <laughs> nobody's allowed in the picture that can act
3: so tell us how was Chloe because now this is I mean she was big then and now she's like even significantly you know bigger and like how yeah, was no, how was it working with definitely. her because like that, the, the picture that you have up there is so it's like the coolest picture ever you know like of you behind her aisle. was like it gives me the goosebumps yeah in the bathroom
7: before I do my thing with her but uh <laughs> no you know he I'll be honest with you I've been on a lot of projects over the years you know I it's my favorite project of all time it's like everyone came to North Carolina to deliver their A game, you know, from the actors to the crew members, even the novelist, the screenwriter, uh, Andrea Portis, was on set every single day. Fabulous. Uh, that's like, that's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, it's like everybody was there to create a piece of art, you know, wonderful. to turn this crit- critically acclaimed novel into a movie. And it's like spread across the world. It's like the Generation Y and the Millennium Generation kids, they just love this movie. So I'm very grateful. Very
0: well, I'm grateful. glad that you guys did it, North Carolina, because they need the money. My daughter Deirdre incidentally, is moving to North Carolina. No, March... she's not. I mean, not North Carolina. She's going to where? New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, it begins with an N. <laughs> as long as it begins with an N, I'm not so wrong. <laughs> New Orleans and New
3: and because New Orleans, you know, New Orleans and North Carolina seven, are the best tax benefits for like movies. And seven
0: so. major motion pictures are being made in New Orleans this year. Seven biggies, blockbuster movies.
7: Yeah, I, I would love to shoot down there. I haven't done
0: that yet. Well, go to New Orleans, and my daughter is moving there so she can get in the film. She's got six under her belt, but she needs more for her reel. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And you're a good-looking guy even though you do play some really creepy mofos, let me tell you. <laughs> like you totally like creep me out because now this week I was like on a Dave Vesio. Is that how you pronounce your last name?
7: Uh, you know it's close enough but it's actually Veshio Vecchio. So is like a sheet
3: okay so Dave Vecchio so like I, I was like having my mojo of like all all the different things that you're doing I love all the dumb sci-fi movies and stuff like that because I'm a horror movie fanatic right. Ho- horror and I uh, keep saying horror I'm also uh, I'm also a celebrity horror. clothing designer so I've dressed like a lot of the horror people and I see that you have a movie coming bereaved with Malcolm McDowell who's a good friend of mine and we've like I've dressed him many many times he's a really cool guy. Hey, Dave, are yeah, you... Yeah, I, I, I just
7: did that last month with Malcolm McDowell and Jane Seymour, and who else is in it? Uh, Keith Carradine and Vanessa Shaw, and uh, that was a fun. Uh, you know, I, I just have a small role in the movie, but uh, I always do my own stunts. So, let's say I just, I got my ass kicked on set last month.
0: So. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> Dave, yeah. ve- Vecchio, you're, uh, t- you're Italian, right?
7: Uh, half Italian, and then my mom's German.
0: Okay. Now, I have to apologize to all of our viewers. We do not deliberately do this, but we've had Italians on every single week for the last five months. <clears throat> right, I don't, I don't do it. Well, I'm here? Italian. Is I'm.. This Italian. A
6: mafia show?
0: <laughs> no, no, I wish it was. We'd have some money around here if it was. <laughs> Instead of drinking out of two-cent paper cups. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm Italian, and they might think that I'm bringing Italians on only because I'm prejudiced, which I am. but um, <laughs> it's not intentional. So there, all of you so out let's there.
3: So well, let's turn it, okay, because I only, well, there's just one more, because I want to talk about uh, the trials of Kate McCall just because I love Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah,
7: uh, I'm going to be honest with that. They cut me out. It's going to Lifetime now. It's supposed to go to movie theaters. It's going to Lifetime TV, but I curse yeah, in my mean, scenes man. with Kate Beckinsale and Nick Nolte, and Lifetime doesn't allow cursing, so they had to cut my stuff
3: out. Uh, it doesn't so matter. You got to be Kate Beckinsale, though, right?
7: But they, but they say there may be a director's cut Right. DVD a year from now. So right. Okay. I mean, what
0: are they going to do with that movie where there is five hundred and seventy-four f's, f words? What uh, film the The of that? Wall Street. will never, go on, Street. never go on TV. It'll never go Five hundred. Could you imagine cursing the word f word five hundred and forty-seven times? I believe in a film. I would love it. <laughs> you would, I, don't you think it's a little excess? Maybe. Did four, you see The Wolf of Wall Street? That film. Like four hundred is good, but five yeah.
3: five forty-five is too a lot. much. <laughs> Did you see all the Academy Award movies?
7: I saw most of them. My favorites were uh, 12 Years a Slave. Uh, Oh, I definitely loved Dallas. That didn't do well. well. 12 Years a Slave? I thought Matthew and Jared should win the Oscar for sure. We're going
3: to find out. Then
7: I watched a couple others.
3: Did you see Wilhelmina? That was my Philomena. Philomena, Philomena. That was my favorite. I, I wish Judi
0: Dench could win. She'll never win. Did you
3: see any of the Cameron movies? Friend, mm, no. a friend. No. You've got to go see Philomena. It's a yeah, beautiful. That's a good one. A You'll
0: like f- it. People our age as well as young. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful love story about her uh, mother and son. About so a woman looking for her So second.
3: who's the dream person like if you had like like everybody's got somebody they would like to be in a movie with like my my goals aren't that high cuz Lance Hendrickson's my favorite actor like so like if I could like be in a Oh movie. Jimmy, He's he a friend of mine I if I was a,
7: I did a movie with him Alien Raising that was fun He's Jimmy, a great
3: Don't ask Dave, great Dave great that movie. question who does he want to be in a no, no, movie
0: wait with he's, well, only he's only going to say, say Ron Russell he,
3: yeah. uh, <laughs> Lance <laughs> Hendrickson's also like a friend of mine and like but I, I just like him so much like he would be my favorite one to be in but like if you could be we'll ask Ron who he wants to be in a movie with two in a minute but like if you could be in a movie with anybody guy or girl or you can say guy and girl uh who who would you pick
7: uh it'd be daniel day lewis oh okay now i'm daniel day lewis he's a method actor he's the most method actor there is on the planet uh so i would love to just watch his process and
3: then be opposite of him all right now you ask ron who he wants to be in a movie with It's easy. Okay, Ron, who would would you like to be in the movie?
0: (laughs) Well, when I was 19 years old, I did a movie with Tab Hunter and Sophia Loren. I would love, love, love to do another movie with Sophia Loren because I've never seen any woman in my life as magnificently beautiful as Sophia, as sweet, as kind, as good, and a good actress, a good damn actress. So I would like to maybe one day... uh, Get Sophia in a movie and and do it with. I'd love to work with Sophia Loren. She's still gorgeous, you know. At seventy seven years old, she's breathtaking.
3: Okay. Wow. And so, Franny, who are you? So Fran, if you were were an actress and you were gonna be in a movie with somebody, who would be the person you would like to be in a movie with?
5: Oh gee, I, I'm old fashioned. I think Sean Connery. Okay, no, that's good. He's totally hot. The and they had retire
7: him, I'm so upset about. That. I,
5: who who
0: retired him?
7: John Connery because he has health issues and nobody, you know, wants to make a movie
3: if you have health issues.
0: I didn't know he had health so, issues. I didn't know that either. He's still um, a sexy guy in his 80s, right, Fred? I think so. He's
3: my favorite James Bond. Mine too. What about you, Fred? Oh, for sure. Yes. He sure. was the best James Bond without a doubt, like for me. Like I never even got Pierce Brosnan as a James Bond at all. Like, he didn't like fit and Daniel Craig doesn't really do it. I, I like Roger Moore.
0: No, you know what it is. <laughs> When somebody like Gone with the Wind is definitely Gables. Anybody else does it, it stinks. Or Betty Davis in The Letter, or Now Voyager. Those are Betty Davis films. Don't try to redo them. And sometimes they do these remakes with the new day actresses, and the movies stink. Um, oh yeah. You know when you claim fame to a film, leave it like Angela, like Angela. No, Rosalind Russell and Auntie Mame. It's her film. She owns it. Leave it alone, folks. Don't you agree <laughs> well, with that? That if they
3: try to remake, you know,
0: Wizard of Oz. I hope they never do
3: that. Well, they did. Nah, they did a prequel. With, a prequel. with Diana Ross. Oh, no, that was The Wizard of Well, it was based I, I on The Wizard of Oz. About. Yeah, that, that, that was terrible. They were just, wasn't
0: don't, good. If you had to do a classic film, what classic film would you like to be the lead in?
7: Oh, man. Hard. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't. I, I don't. I'm not a fan of remakes, so I would never want to do... I would love to do a piece of art that's brand new, that no one's seen before. Yeah, but
0: unfortunately, we don't have the writers we had years ago. We have writers yeah. that like to blow everything up on the set, go 100 miles yeah. an hour, and call it a movie.
3: That's why you've got to see Philomena, because like, there's nothing... It's all just acting, and it's primarily two people, and, and it's, it's really, really a, great. Uh, brilliantly written. Yeah, it was a really, really And it's good a film. movie
0: with a beginning, a middle, and an end for a change.
3: Huh. which I like Chad we didn't ask you I know you're not an actor but if you were an actor and you could be in a movie with somebody acting opposite them pretend you're an actor you could pretend who would you want to be in a movie with
6: hmm
4: could it be Uh, I don't know I really have no clue I'd probably go with something like Redford
3: okay Robert that Redford that's a good choice that's
0: a good choice he's a good actor yeah, yeah very talented very talented and I understand a nice person as well I like I've nice never worked people. with him but I know people who have I like it. Is
4: that too boring for you?
0: No, it's not
3: too boring. Oh,
4: Stallone. No. no. No?
0: (laughs) Robert Redford's a good choice. He's a wonderful actor, producer, and of course he's in charge of the indies, you know, the Sundance. Oh, cool.
3: Yeah, I like it. Who said said Stallone? Oh, He was joking. Yeah, that was (laughs) Chad. Okay, okay, okay. No, I wouldn't want to do the Stallone thing necessarily, but so like what (laughs) makes you...
7: He'll kick your butt. Did you hear what he did on Expendables? He broke his neck.
3: Oh, Oops. did he really? And,
7: and, and he still kept on shooting the movie.
0: Wow. He broke his neck trying to tie his shoe. No pain.
6: <laughs> <laughs> he fell over.
0: I, I've been in Stallone's mother's company in Palm Springs. I love and adore her. She's the wackiest broad you ever want to meet. And she's funny. And I said to her, you know, don't, I can't say this on the radio. Okay, forget the story. <laughs> no, I just realized. I just realized what she said. I was with Jane Russell at a party. You know the famous legend, Jane Russell. She was my date, and we spoke with S- Sly's mom, and she said some. I said, "Are you Italian?" And she said, "No, I only mm, Italians." I said, "Oh, I thought you were." She said, "No, I am not." So Jane didn't hear too well, and Jane said, "Ron, what did she say?" And then she turned around and said, "You heard me." I said, "I only." Mm. Italians. And Jane, being a born-again Christian, looked at me and she said, oh, my. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so how does the whole thing come that you decided that you were going to, like, do your own stunts? Like, I actually know a couple uh, of female stunt people that have done a bunch of big movies. And I did the costume I... design on the set of Too Fast, Too Furious. And so, like, I met all the stunt people. But, like, what made you decide that you're going to be acting in the films and doing your own stunts? Or does that make you more marketable because they don't have to hire two people?
7: I... I mean, I didn't know it now, but, yeah, it's definitely making me more marketable. You know, I, was, I did my very first uh, horror feature film in New York City. This was probably 2004. And it came time where, you know, uh, you know, we either do stunts or we do stage combat. And I'm like, you know, just do it for real. You know, if, if you're going to choke me, just choke me for real. If you're going to hit me, just hit me for real. It's like, let's just try to make this look real versus, you know, hokey, pokey type stuff. And then uh, I don't know. I I, like I'm ex infantry, so I can take a lot of pain. And honestly, I tend to hurt myself more on set than the stuntmen do to myself.
6: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but how did they? Because
7: the stuntmen are still (laughs) too afraid to do it all the way. So it's like if you won't do it, then I'm going to do it myself.
0: But do they drop the insurance on you? uh, Yeah, you know.
7: I still get, you know, paid as an actor, and still get paid as a stuntman. Yeah, but if you if you you get the insurance is good.
0: If you get Uh, punched,
7: I've I've, I've never been hurt. No, but if you get
0: punched and the insurance company finds out, they'll drop you. You're not allowed to do that because then they're liable if you get hurt, and they have to pay up money. I've been here
7: all the time. So,
0: (laughs) do you study under what's the name we just talked about? Two. I'm, I'm senile. Oh, uh, what the hell is her name? We just, uh, Sally, Sally Kirkland.
7: Oh, Sally Kirkland. Yeah, you study yeah. She, under Sally? She taught me a lot. She taught me a lot. But so does, she still does she still have, have cla- we, were supposed, we were supposed to do a movie together and she dropped out because uh, her and the director didn't see eye to eye. And, okay. And, uh, yeah. Well, she, I, she's a pretty forward lady.
0: Sally runs the show. She's a pretty tough dame. She knows where she's going and yeah, she's, I could see Sally being uh, very, very assertive.
3: So of all the things that you got coming out, what is the the what's one you want to plug the most? Is there one that we didn't talk about that we want to like give a plug in, or that you know that's getting ready to come out?
7: Uh yeah. I mean, I did uh, I did the odd way home uh, with Rumor Willis and uh, Chris Marquette. That should be coming out sometime this year. But I just finished up two movies. I did a movie called Last Supper with Eddie Griffin. I'm the least villain in that. It's He's got hilarious. Josh Myers, which is a uh, Seth Myers brother. Mm. Uh, And then, as you know, I did the movie Bereave with Malcolm McDowell. I love Malcolm
3: McDowell. I've never met Jane Seymour, but I saw her one day in the mall signing her jewelry collection and her jewelry store, but I didn't go and meet her. (laughs) I I fell in love
0: with her, with the the movie she made with that wonderful actor who passed away. And Uh, and both of those directors
7: are
3: trying to push it to
7: go to cons or... Film fest or the uh, Toronto Film Fest this year. Somehow, fingers crossed, fingers crossed.
0: That's good. The film I was talking about is Somewhere in Time, and she was wonderful, Jane Seymour uh, in that that's movie. With, uh, with Chris, Chris Reeve. yeah, poor Chris, gone too soon, too wonderful of an actor. Dreadful Accident. Anyway, I fell in love with Jane Seymour in that film. She was absolutely, magnificently beautiful and charming. Everyone, I suggest you rent it. It's called Somewhere in Time. Wonderful writing, great story, beautiful
3: music. So also then, everybody, if you want to follow Dave on Twitter, that's how I met him. You can follow Dave (laughs) Vescio. It's D-A-V-E-V-E-S-C-I-O. Um, anytime you got any cool movies or anything you want to promote we'd love to have you back on I love your voice when it comes across on things it and comes also, so
0: authoritative Dave Dave, we are a production company called Show and Tell and we produce movies so if we call okay. upon you for a part in one of our movies we're willing to give you $150 a day plus <laughs> Starbucks coupons where you can get like 7 or 8 cups of Starbucks and pastry
3: actually I'm going to send you an email about some stuff later anyway so don't worry about but that's all we pay okay. we pay
0: 150 a day and Starbucks coupons
3: there you go we want to thank you for coming on the show I, I really do think it's amazing that in such a little bit of time uh, all the great success you're having we wish you continued ses, uh, mm-hmm. success in the future mm-hmm. and uh, anytime you. you got anything to promote you let us know and thanks for coming on the Jimmy Star show and thank
0: you for all your good acting because I do enjoy your performances and thank you and come on back again buddy
7: uh, thank you guys thank you
0: Bye. Have a great weekend. Ciao. Bye. ciao. Okay, bye-bye. No, there the, you go. Another nice guy. We always have nice We always guests. have nice guys. We, have, we haven't had a nasty guest or a bad guest yet.
3: I just think I have to see the movie Hick because I haven't seen it, but it's got such a. a I love stellar, the girl. I love the little cast. girl. Well, it's I'm also fa- got Blake Lively. She's like considered like the it girl, and it's got mm. Juliette Lewis who was in. Who's the little, who,
0: little girl with the three
3: names? Chloe Grace Moretz. I love her. Yeah, yeah, she's she's going to be a superstar. And Alec Paul. She already is a superstar. Uh, no, she's
0: going to be a super duper, like a Meryl Streep. She's an incredible actress and beautiful little girl. I think, though,
3: at, like, 17, she gets, like, $10 million a picture (laughs) you know who she is, Fred? you know who she is? Wonderful actress. Wonderful. She's awesome. I follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Now
0: do we swing over to Fred?
3: Yep, yep, take it away. Take it away. Fred, my
0: dear darling, sweet little pussycat, tell us all about what you do and who you are and what you love to do most in the world.
5: Well, there's so many things I I have a gigantic family. And I have there's 50 members if we all sit down to dinner. 50. Fif- 50. Yes, I just 50. I just had my seventh great-grandson on uh on the January 22nd, but of course it's through marriages. I was married twice and my l- late husband was married four times. <laughs> so, uh, I have a big family, that comes first and foremost, and then I do have fun on Broadway. We're producing uh, a few shows and investing. We were lucky enough to invest in Kinky Boots, which is awesome, a fabulous awesome, hit. Awesome. And we also invested in Pippin, which also won a Tony. But you ha- to get a Tony, you have to put in X amount of dollars, and we didn't do that, unfortunately. Well, what would X amount of dollars be? I think it depends on how much. You have to put up for the whole Broadway show. Well, let's say so. Pippin. I know Pippin well. I don't really know because that's an old
0: uh, musical. I don't really
5: don't Is know. Is that know. "Corner
3: of the Sky"? The song from Pippin, isn't that in Pippin "Corner of the Sky"? Uh, I think so. That's my favorite. Like that's a great song. Okay,
5: but, <laughs> but um, I know that Memphis, I think, costs like thirteen million dollars, so um, to produce on Broadway. Now, what so. was? What,
0: how did you feel sitting there, and then they yelled out? Memphis, the Tony. Oh, goes it was to Memphis.
5: it was unbelievable. The most thrilling moment of my life. It was a musical, um, written by no one, starring uh, that nobody's ever heard of before. A few people have, but and it was starring people that nobody ever heard of, and so they didn't give us any chance at all to win a Tony. And when we were sitting there, and they said Memphis, it was like just so such a great feeling of course of course and we all ran up there and did you think you'd ever win uh i was hoping but i didn't but you didn't believe it i didn't know for sure it was going to happen of course i was always hope there's always hope so So
0: what's the new thing you're working on
5: oh um there's the same people that did memphis are working on a show called chasing the song and that's going to be coming being cast in new york in a few weeks
0: so could I invest in it? Is there any room to be invested?
5: Yeah, we. I think so. I think there's always room. I have a partner named Nick Demos, and we have Demos Bazaar Entertainment. And so we are always looking for investors. We have a lot of people that, want to invest a little bit of money on Broadway, and so somebody, or a lot. We never turn down a lot, but we can get...
0: So if someone out there wants to invest from $10 to a $1 million, where, would, where th- would they do? It? I
5: don't think $10 qualifies. But. Oh, then I can't, and I can't <laughs> invest
0: in your play. No. I was going
5: to put in 10 bucks. No. I mean, well,
0: you know, I, if I lost, I would be very upset, but there's a chance I could win, you know, that 10 bucks.
5: Right, and we're also working on, on something called Makeover, that sounds which is fun. a musical...
0: Could you tell us a little uh, about it?
5: Well, it's sort of a, a combination of of um, the people, the two women, Estee Lauder and Mary Kay. Wow! It's kind of a story. It's not their story, but it's a story about people that go door to door and people that come become successful in the perfume business. That's and a musical. The music is great. And when and when
0: can we expect that?
5: I don't really know for sure, but um, our credo of, of Demos Bazaar and many of the people that we work with is, are is where are the new musicals? Because there's so many, so many, many revivals. Yeah,
0: because they don't write anymore like they do. You
5: know, Kinky Boots it was a movie that I saw many years ago, and I loved it, and I love Harvey. Yeah, they were, they were
3: great, too. They were all, like, singing. It was like the... I guess that was the Thanksgiving Day Parade or whatever, like in New York, and they did the whole musical thing with the people the, the, from Kiki Beach. It was awesome. Out, for right.
0: those of you out there that don't know much about it, it's the drag queens. And tell me about that little story about your drag queens.
5: Well, I just have a, a following, and they're not really <laughs> drag queens, but they, they were in, in a lot of productions. I, I have a lot to do with regional theater. I volunteer at the Maltz Jupiter Theater, which used to be the Burt Reynolds Theater in Jupiter, Florida. So through that, I meet a lot of a lot of uh, boys and girls who come to my house a lot and and have I have uh, something called a mango teeny. Oh, I love it. It's that delicious. Just bl- that just blows them away. And me away. Between that and my peanut butter squares, mm-hmm. um, it's been called, they think they, I've been accused of making it with crack. Well, let's
0: put it this way. <laughs> if you're a diabetic, it's instant death.
5: Well, <clears throat> well and then I come down to Florida for the winter and i volunteer at the malts and i usually iron the shirts and sometimes some of the shows have 42 shirts every performance so um that's a lot of shirts to iron yeah sure it well, is and, and for a producer
0: <laughs> to do that that's really what you call teamwork. Well, work what about franny's you know what
5: oh we don't talk i'm about not going to talk about that oh, okay sorry is that all right yeah sure it okay. is. Okay. so um I just have a lot of a lot of friends in the theater, and, I, and Nick and I we were only in business for three years, and, when, and when we won, when we won the Tony, terrific. So I mean that just is extremely amazing that that happened because there are people out there that have invested millions and millions and never ever won a Tony, right? But- and when we were there in the audience, Bernadette Peters, she made the announcement, and I ran into her in the airport. I turned, I was in in the security line and I just as I turned she was right behind me and stars they catch your eye and you catch their eyes and I don't usually say anything because I don't think they a lot of them like it when you talk if to you them know all the time them, if you know them it's good but anyway I told I said to her you are part of the greatest memory of my life and she looked at me like I was sort of crazy and I said you announced Memphis for the Tony, and, and I won a Tony in Memphis. And she goes, you won a Tony for Memphis? And I said, Yes, I'll never forget you because you said, you opened the envelope, and you said, and the winner is, yeah. and the winner winner is, <laughs> yes, the winner is, and finally, finally. And so she just burst out laughing, and we both went on our Our ways but it was it was a fun night sweetie
0: pie and i know her for a thousand years her real name is bernadette lazaro and her father made the italian bread that i used to eat as a kid she's from i believe it was little neck uh long island and then she went on to becoming her father was name was peter so she took his first name and made it her last and her sister uh they were very close they traveled all the time and they sewed their own clothes so Bernadette Peters is a multi-talented girl and a homemaker. That's amazing.
3: It yeah. is. And then
0: to become a superstar on Broadway, she's a simple little girl.
3: Let's go back then to where you iron the shirts and tell people a little bit about the theater. Uh,
5: Maltz Jupiter Theater is a regional non-profit theater in Jupiter, and it used to be owned by Burt Reynolds, and um, it went out of business, and there's a couple named Maltz from Cleveland who are in the radio business. I own Stations. That's what I believe, and they donated enough money to rejuvenate the Bert Reynolds Theater, and they have wonderful, wonderful shows. There's um, an award down here called in Southern Florida called the Carbonells, and the Malts has been nominated for 19,
3: which is a big deal. Uh,
5: it's like the uh, Tony of Southern Florida. So uh, I think last year we won eight or nine nominated for. 14 or 15, and we did win, but they do a very professional production, and they're, they've they been sold, selling out for almost yeah, it's every show. And
0: what do they get for a ticket?
5: <clears throat> I believe it's like around 70 or 80, sometimes 90, depending on where you want right. to sit. And a lot less than Broadway, which there's is... There's really not a bad seat in the house, either, no. and they bring a lot of people in from New York. Plus, they also... A nice thing is they use local talent when they can. That gives them a chance to be seen by people. Right.
0: Because so. New York tickets are astronomical. I mean, $350, 150 the tickets are just a joke. For two people, 700 bucks to go see a musical, that's a bit pricey.
5: Yes, that, that is a lot of money, and, and um, my business partner sees them all. But I have a tendency to fall asleep sometimes, so he... He goes and he lets me know if he thinks I would be interested in it. Otherwise he has to stab me in the rib if I'm snoring, if I fall asleep and start snoring. It's embarrassing for him. So Well some of the <laughs> Some of those shows
0: you can fall asleep on. I've fallen asleep on a few myself. Pippin was one.
3: Actually we went I and saw Monuments Men the other night and he fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh that, that
0: dog of a film. <laughs> Ugh save your money folks wait till it comes on TV yeah. and George Clooney I love you to death and you know that George but do not direct anymore because you make all your characters as slow and boring as you are
3: it's
0: not a fun film Not a, they were acting just like George and George is wonderful he's a quiet soft guy but you know you're in a, it, one. what's his name da, what's his name uh, Standing on the Mine
3: Matt Damon Matt
0: Damon <laughs> Damon is Standing on a Mine and he looks at George Clooney and he said I'm Standing on a Mine and George Clooney said, "Oh," and Matt said, well, "What should I do?" And George says, "Stand there." And then Matt said, "Well, what if it goes off?" And then George says, "We'll all go up with you." I mean, that's not exactly how you would respond if you were standing on a mine. But George is sweet, soft, and easygoing, and he made his characters that way. When you see the film, let me know what you think.
5: There you go. <laughs>
3: So do you go see everything on Broadway, pretty much?
5: Uh, no, my business partner does. He's a Tony voter because we want a Tony for three years. You get to go; they De- send you a packet, and you get to go and you vote. Oh, and cool! You, and they have certain nights; they call you and tell you when you're supposed to go. And he gets two tickets, but like I said, he doesn't usually. I'm not uh, well. I'm in Florida for right, uh, yeah. all this time, yeah, so yeah. I can't. Yeah, I couldn't go, and so um, he days. has. He's going to direct uh, a new show. A new uh, musical called *The First Gentleman*, and that's a work in progress. And it's about a woman president whose husband becomes the first lady. Oh! So it's really confusing. To, everybody wants to say the first lady, and then they they slip up all the time and say the first lady when they're talking to the first gentleman. That's cool. And one of the one of the funny things is like after the inauguration, they come to him and they say, "We need your suit," and he goes. What do you mean? You need my suit? He goes. Well, all the first ladies, oh, all the first persons, the first general, everyone's <laughs> in the Smithsonian, so we have to take your suit. But I like this suit, he says. So it's sort of like is all, all kind of crazy and great, songs, great do you, songs. Do you
3: primarily always do musicals?
5: That's what we 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 haven't done any. I, I, any musicals
3: any. are my favorite, so like I love that. I think that's fantastic.
5: We've never gotten into any plays. Makeovers, in, a work in progress, and we. We invested in First Date, which was done by the same pe- a lot of the same people, some of the same people that did Memphis. That was really, really cute—a cute show, and uh, so that like, closed. And we were taking Memphis to London, by the way. Are you taking it now? Yes, oh, good. Good. In the fall, you're going with it. Well, I'll go over and visit <laughs> to watch the pre-production, and, and you'll be fun. there for opening night. Yes, good for, for you. For sure.
3: So, like, like, like being a, a Broadway. I don't know, what do, you, what do you call it? Like, I don't know, an aficionado. <laughs> like, with, with all the, like, shows that everybody, like, actually knows that we don't want to be revived because you're doing all the new stuff. But, like, what, do you have, like, certain ones that are, like, your favorites from, like, the ones that, like, have been there forever?
5: Well, I was sort of stuck on the farm for a lot of years with take, being a housewife. And um, so I didn't see – I don't see a lot of the shows. And I, I just have my favorite ones that – that I I like like Jersey Boys, with okay. the gray us gray hairs. I mean, I just love Jersey Boys. I and, do too. Um, I can see music. that practically every night. In fact, there was a lady there that has was sat behind me that she always comes and wears a red shirt that says Jersey Boys, and she was I think that was her three hundred and fifteenth straight performance oh that she had seen.
0: They should have brought her on stage.
5: So. I mean, some people are really over the top, but... Uh, but it
0: was great, and the music is, it, is fabulous.
5: It is great, and... Music of my time. And I think Aladdin's going to be great. Oh, I don't yes. know anything about that. What's it's, that all about? It's, it's coming out. It's, no, it, well, it, they've made it into a musical, and I think, it, I think it might be in previews, or they're taking... It's going to open soon in previews. And Starring it, whom? I'm not sure about that. I was just looking at the site, the... Um, James Igelhart is going to be the genie, and he was a big success in Memphis. Oh, cool! Saw, did you see Memphis? I didn't. see Of course, Memphis. I saw. Memphis. No, he was the janitor. Sure. And so I think he's going to be such a handsome, perfect genie. I love it. And so it's that's going to be a good move. Is it a going to be like show on Broadway? Genie yes. who
0: rubs the the, the bottle. I.
5: That's what that's what the that, story of that Aladdin. Gen- is. That genie Aladdin. That I story. like
3: I like Rent and the chorus line. They're like my favorite. <laughs> No. The, the Maltz
5: just did the chorus line, and it was, fabulous. Yeah. It was
0: My, fabulous. I love it. I'm proud to say that I was very, very young when I saw... Um,
3: oh, his favorite one is...
0: Well, Angela Lansbury in Mame blew me away. I think it's the greatest Mame ever. And, of course, um, Loudmouth doing um, Gypsy. What was her name? Ethel Merman. Oh. And I'll never forget it. We were in school, and we played hooky from school to go see it. And but by the way, in those days, $3.25 for standing room only. And we stood and watched, and we were shocked because Ethel Merman screamed out to the audience, and how do you like these egg rolls, Mr. Goldstone? Tough titty. Oh, my God, we heard that. and We ran back to school saying, we heard on a Broadway stage the word titty, titty, titty. And the kids were going, you're lying. You're, I said, no, go see it, go see it. We were so shocked by that vulgar word. Now today, what they say on Broadway stages, first of lu- all, they're all nude.
5: You were lucky to be able to see some of the greats. I saw all the greats. That you lived in close enough that you went. I was I was born and raised in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and I didn't see a Broadway show to I, for I was an adult. Well, we were right adult. there.
0: I mean, I went to school there in New York City, so we would sneak out and go to all the. It was, I was I did the wigs for, um, Hermione Gingold, in in. Um, High Spirits, and I got to meet Hermione Gingold, fabulous lady. Also, I saw in a baby carriage, Christopher, there um, we go with the names, Chris, my little friend, I love her so much, Amanda, Amanda, um, Amanda Plummer, who I ran into as an adult, and I said, I saw you when you were a little teeny baby in a carriage, and your mom, Tammy Grimes, was on stage with Hermione doing High Spirits. And let me tell you something, she's probably one of the greatest actresses of our time. And Mandy, if you're listening or if anybody tells you, I think you're fabulous and I love you and I want to see more of you.
3: So here's what we're going to do, everybody. First of all, I want to give a shout out to the voice critic uh, in the chat room, because uh, when we gave him a shout out before, I don't think he could hear. So what's up? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. We're going to take a quick music break with International Nova's Photogenic. Yeah. <laughs> International
1: Nova.
2: So fat, ha, she got the six inch shoes. But Shorty looking right, gotta try to feel but real quick. Take a photo and bend it over Shorty. Damn, that's a photo. Ha, I throw the bands for that promo bands I make a dance. I get a dance, so it'll go, 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 go down. And hey, put it on the Shorty, slow down. Ha, I put it down for the night, but she can get it anytime. Hit it on sight. Girl, I'm your photographer Only time she's good When I'm up inside of her <laughs> I think this girl She's the right one Miss photogenic, Hold it down with
1: a nice <laughs>
2: My little sexy lady, little mama, bad, bad, I want you, baby. I think I'm dreaming this reality. I want it so bad, my twisted fantasy. I want to go down so I can bring her up. I'll let her be my queen and she can run it up. <laughs> i run it back to the full lips. she run it back, shorty, too thick. <laughs> I got to pause for that photo. Anything is good, hold it down for that promo. <laughs> <laughs> now bring it back, love me long time. Now bring it back, I want it long time I think this girl, she's the right one Mrs.
6: for the journey, with a nice
3: Yeah, so that's International Nova's Photogenic out on Monarchy Records and Point of No Return album is in stores now. So pick it up. And we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show our <laughs> Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Sarego. Yay!
5: <laughs> hi, everybody. How are you? Terrific. Say hi to Fran. Hi, Deirdre. Hey, Fran. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I heard you're doing well also. Yeah, I'm doing quite well. But I have a quick question for Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy, I've got the audio... Uh thing
3: plugged into the laptop, and i 'm hearing um reverb okay uh, if you're hearing reverb oh um. Cause
5: if I mute my laptop, then i can't hear you guys okay
3: no 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 it, it t- it takes, turn all the volume things down on all the other microphones except for yours
0: that's why you're getting reverb The uh, mic and continuing. that might
3: and that might work
5: i don't know how to do that
3: oh they're little like slider things and just slide them all down and and while you're working on that What's wrong with reverb. Actually, I think no, the I reverb goes away after a while. As I
8: I think I'm just going to call in cuz this is like far too technological for
0: you me. Sound, you sound good. But, but, but you sound great. But you sound I know, but I hear you guys fabulous. two times. Well, then that's okay. We're two timers. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and call us in. No problem. <laughs> all right. Bye. All right. <laughs> I think that's a that's She hilarious. doesn't know, you know, we have a studio up there and George is in our studio and I and nobody's there to work the boards. Normally, I do it all. Right. So she's kind of like lost it.
3: I set up all the audio for everything. He does the camera to make sure we look good and got
0: mm-hmm. your camera lighting setup. That's my thing. I love uh, camera and absolutely. sound, but Jimmy does the sound. That's how we make all this magic happen and come to you. Wonderful absolutely, folks and Digga wants there. us to
3: ask her the question: Who does she want to make a movie with? Because we all got the answer. Oh, I know she who didn't. she's going to say. I that. do too. How much do you want to bet she says Ryan Gosling? Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I think that's what she's going to say. Man, I think everybody, everybody. What do you liked... think about Ryan Gosling? Do you know who he is? Gosling. I don't know. who I he is. I mean, he's
3: he's I know. He's great. Know who... Great. It's I mean, great. He's cute. <laughs> he's cute. Everybody likes him. All the
0: ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All the ladies love him. You could say that, Franny, because I don't know half of these new ones today. He's not as
4: hot as her current boyfriend. Well, Let's I'm I'm that.
5: old enough to be, sadly, <laughs> not to, to t- see a People magazine and not know more than half of the people that are in there. It's just my age do you know who Miley Cyrus is yes I do okay. of course <laughs> <laughs> well, no. yeah, I, have, I do have grandchildren so oh, okay, I know all right. about that new, new dimension or whatever that is or well, well, one direction yeah one, one direction <laughs> one I, <mean>. yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I work the red carpet at the International Film Festival in Palm Springs I'm interviewing uh, is, the, is that her no. I'm okay. interviewing Wrong. stars that are walking on the red carpet. You're not
3: talking into the
0: mic. Oh, I oh. haven't. <laughs> my, you know what? My mic keeps falling. Um, Viagra, please. Now I'm on the red carpet interviewing these stars. I have no idea who they are, and I'm acting stupid. So what we did was we got cardboard, and they wrote the name of the star, who it is, and what it does, and I still didn't know who they were. <laughs> and these are major big stars, and, they, and I was talking to them like, Oh, I love your work. What do I know? I didn't know who you are. So don't
8: okay, feel bad. Can you hear me? Yeah. We can hear you. Okay, yeah, I had to call in. I don't know how to work that
3: stuff. Uh, you that, know? That's okay. That's technical. I told every. I, I told everybody while you were calling in that we were going to have to go back now and ask you who's the people that you would want to make a movie with. And we already answered the question while uh-huh. you were calling in. So I think uh, we all already know. But let's see if you tell us what we think that you're going to tell us or if you're going to surprise us.
8: Well, I'm going to probably tell you. I'm probably going to confirm what you already know, but I will give you guys a surprise and say, in addition to the one that I always choose, the love of my life. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Michael Fassbender. Wow. I would love, 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 to work with him. And of course, my secret crush, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Right. Another person who I would love to work with. As Is well. it
3: Michael Fassbender, the guy who did the movie about like the sex thing, and like they show yeah, him? He was
8: all- Yes, yes, where his we his jingling, swinging a lot. Yeah, and, that's um, the one the that you that, that, that you Daddy couldn't believe hated. that
3: was a movie that night. What, which one? The, the <laughs> one where it showed the guy at the urinal going to the bathroom, Disgusting. and you were like, I can't believe they showed you know, this. They just go too far.
0: <laughs> they just go too
3: far. But uh, well,
0: I have to tell you, he is cute though. Remember,
8: Twelve Years a Slave. Michael Fassbender was in Twelve Years a Slave, and he was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, he's he was a great amazing. actor.
3: He's a great yeah. actor. He's good looking, and he's hung. Well, I want to bring, <laughs> I want to,
0: I want to bring Fran into the conversation, and I'm going to embarrass Deirdre. When Deirdre was a little girl, we went to Franny's farm, Franny and Jack Bordenick's farm, and Deirdre got her first kiss in her no, life. No, please don't.
8: No, no. Can right, I, can I stop you there? Like, don't, don't
6: go there. <laughs> well, he
0: kissed you. That's it. There was nothing more. Yeah. Making it sound like it's a mystery, but that's when Deirdre no, but- got her first kiss.
3: Okay, just go with that. Just leave it like that. Let's just it leave was it that. only a kiss. She was a kid. No, I know. and Let's just leave it at that. Well, whatever she, the embarrassing thing that's going to happen It's embar- she
0: not She had better luck when she was seven than she does
3: now. <laughs> I know. That's not true. <clears throat> she got all kinds of things going on. She just doesn't want you to know. Right, Deidre?
0: <laughs> the only thing I want to hear out of her mouth
3: is... I'm pregnant. I knew. I knew he was going to say that. That's not what I want to hear. I want to hear you got the lead with Ryan Gosling in a film, and you get to like make out with him. Me too. (laughs) Okay. I I don't
8: even need the lead. I just need some form of scene with him where I'm able to look into his eyes and kiss him. Well,
0: how about I rephrase that and I say I want the words I want to hear out of your mouth is Brian got me pregnant. Yes,
8: that would be great. Not Brian.
3: Ryan. (laughs) Ryan.
0: Ryan, Daddy.
8: Ryan was my ex. No, no, we now, don't I want Ryan. I'm not pregnant with <laughs> Ryan Gosling's baby. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. So let's hear the, so Hollywood Vixen, I'm working on it. Let's hear the dish in Hollywood. Who's doing who and what's going on in Hollywood?
8: Well, I don't know that much as what's going on with Hollywood, but there's us working queen Miley Cyrus, their wannabe King Leto. It what? had uh
0: you're
3: coming in and out, Didge. Yeah, you just came in and out. Let's repeat that whole thing all over again because we oh, didn't hear any of that's
8: it. An ex- Can you hear me now? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, apparently there's buzz going around around twerking queen and transgendered wannabe king, Miley Cyrus and Jared Leto. Apparently they are, I don't want to say dating because apparently Jared Leto doesn't do girls.
3: Uh, he doesn't do girls? But he's not gay. I think we lost her. What happened, Chad? She's gone. Oh, my gosh. Skype. Oh, my gosh. Too She's bad. She's like, She should go on Skype without the, uh, just on her regular Skype. See, we yeah, we lost her.
0: We can't lose, leave our studio. Everything goes to par. She's
3: coming back. That's okay. She's coming back. She's back. Hey, is Jared? Okay, it's my J- phone. I don't know
8: why that failed because I have like four bars here, and I, it shouldn't fail. But Go I'm,
3: upstairs, and not- it'll work better than the basement.
8: <laughs> oh. I'm not in the basement. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm upstairs but I'm, I'm in the living room okay. but apparently no no Jared Leto is very much straight he's a ladies man what he means by I don't do girlfriends is meaning like I don't do the whole girlfriend thing I do <laughs> girls but I don't do girlfriends right that's his thing so apparently they, they've they had a dinner date or two and, and some sleepovers so, I mean, that's that. That would be a great sex tape if that ever leaked, if there ever was one. Oh
3: my gosh, though, they're both so good looking; that, it's sickening.
8: Exactly, and they're both like sex fiends, and they both don't want relationships right now. They're actually perfect for each other. It's actually um, extracurricular extracurricular activity that that suits them. Um, but uh, I but, yeah, totally but
3: love Miley Cyrus. I don't care what anybody says. I think Miley Cyrus is like the most awesomest ever. I know I that's think not it's a pretty. word.
8: There is something well, I can see. The whole sort of wanting to be with her sort of making her alluring and, and exciting and sexy because there is something about her and what she does that's so crazy that it's so sexy it's kind of crazy sexy it's almost like she's so hot you want to hit it you know she kind of has that that sort of she, she just I don't know she just sort of gives that out a little bit. I could totally. Right. Hold John, let's oh, go guys. to Fran a for a
3: minute. I want to go to Fran for a minute. So you have grandchildren. Are they old enough to know who Miley Cyrus is yet? Oh, they. Uh, a lot of them do. You know, yes. Okay. And like, but they, they know Miley Cyrus more like from like that. What was that show she was on? Uh, oh, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Right. Like they're, right. like, they're Like they're like they like Miley Cyrus from Hannah Montana. They're fourteen. They like, oh they're no, 14. they're fourteen. They're old enough to that, like like the new. The oldest Miley is Cyrus.
5: fourteen, and the youngest is two weeks, three okay. weeks. So. Because I thought I say, Hannah
3: Montana was a very clean, nice, fun family show. Right. And, and they might not like the way that Miley has like grown, grown I, up. I would now. say they
5: know a lot of the, the old. Old Miley. And, and the, all the Disney people. Yeah, okay. That's okay. what kids are into these days. And Miley, since we're talking she's about. She's
3: way past Disney now. <laughs> right. That's right. That's
5: right. And That's, since we're talking
0: about good looking people, I want to do a shout out to Peter over at Johnson & Murphy in the Boca Mall. Peter Molinari. Peter Molinari is probably the handsomest young man I have seen since Tab Hunter and Rock Hudson. He is absolutely beautiful, and we have his number, and we're hoping to put him in a film of ours eventually. And I know you girls out there, I will... Kill yourselves if when in, you see how handsome. If
3: you're in Boca, go to uh, Johnston and Murphy in the Boca Mall and check this kid out. He's check 25 him out. and he looks like, he makes like all the super stud guys now look ugly. Every
0: guy in Hollywood. Okay, is he gay or straight? He's, he's straight. straight <laughs> but he's he's 25 <laughs> cougar. Yeah. He's 25, honey. And is he magnificent? And he's an Italian and Irish. What a, and a sweetheart, a nice guy, tall, thin, elegant, working. We're going to put him in a film for sure.
3: That's so funny. Now we'll have to, like, send him a message. He sent No, me Peter was going to listen in.
0: He said he and Debbie were listening in today. Oh, I don't know hi if they Debs. are not, if they're listening. But hi, if Debbie. Not hi, Peter. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's
8: bang. I hate this phone. I'm 25 years old and he's single.
3: Too yeah. bad he's in Boca.
0: That's a little too far from me. <laughs> oh, yeah, from, from, from New Orleans. Deidre, if you ever saw him, you'd go crazy. Yeah, really? when we were leaving, I was like... Gorgeous.
3: Hey, I didn't think that you would actually like him because he's such a pretty boy, but your dad said, yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's a total cougar. He, she would love him.
6: <laughs> he's like, he's like uh... a cougar.
8: I have dated younger men. I tend to... I mean, I, you know... I'm I'm weird. I'm a cougar, but yet I'll also go for older. I just I don't age discriminate. I just you know I, I love and I like only, who I like You're and not I love. the
3: only cougar in the house. There's some other cougars. Franny Ron. is a cougar. No, Ron's my a, a, cougar. a cougar too. <laughs> Ron's a cougar. She's been known to hook. And my father, oh yeah, he's the
8: biggest cougar Jim, in Jimmy all. Is like Jimmy's
0: like <laughs> Jimmy's like four months younger than me. And uh, how could I be a cougar when Jimmy's four months
3: younger? You're still like a cougar. And then Shane's in the chat room, and her husband's a cougar. Right. Hi Shane. Oh hi everybody in the chat
8: room. Oh, that's right. Hi Carla Valley, Irish Ginger voice critic. And there's a few other people in there. I forgot. I Alexa, don't have my computer in front of me. I apologize. Otherwise I would so, say your right name.
0: Did is the weather sixty two degrees up there for real?
8: No, it's not sixty two. It's probably maybe thirty five. It's really nice out. I mean it's not bad. You can go outside with a sweater. Um, you know, and, uh, and jeans and maybe gloves if you wanted, if you're going to be out for a long time, but it's not, it's not bundle up, freezing, cold, cursing while walking out weather. It's uh, not it, at all. It's it, actually
0: has nice. It, has it snowed since we left?
8: Yes. It snowed the other day, but we got about four inches, four or five inches. More.
3: Yeah. Mm. So, so what yeah. we got to do guys I, is we got to actually call our guests cause it's 415. I didn't realize it's 415. Okay. We're going to call. Chad's going to ring him in. Hopefully we can get him on the line. And it'll all work out. And uh, I like while the voice guy. And while we're waiting. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh,
8: wait. Here we go. While we're waiting, um, apparently a fan threw her song Underwear on stage oh, at a Miley oh. Cyrus concert. A fan oh. threw their thong underwear on a stage at a Miley Cyrus concert. Miley picked it up and started chewing on it. That's
0: oh, disgusting.
3: That's disgusting. That. That's, disgusting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's gross. I have news for you. That's publicity. No, that never really happened. They were brand new clean underwear, and it was publicity. She's no idiot to chew dirty underwear. That's disgusting.
8: I think we have to leave
3: our name. With the Google message, you might have to leave a message. I don't know.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, Is that d- what that was about? The
8: Jimmy Star Show.
4: Hold on, yeah, a second. We'll a try test. that again.
8: Please
1: state your name after the tone. Take it. Google Voice will try Deidre. to
6: connect
3: you. What's up? This is Jimmy Starr, Sir Major. What's up? Answer the phone. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, that
4: worked. <laughs> Never heard that one before.
0: Neither have I. Now, maybe, maybe of Obama, Obama might have that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's part of NSA. Gotcha. got you.
0: Getting to the president. What's going
3: on, guys? Hey, hello. Is this Sir Major? The hey, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show.
9: Thanks for having me, guys. How are you guys? I was listening
0: in actually, and I heard everything. Oh,
6: good. Well, uh-huh. welcome to the show. <laughs> and you're still
3: on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I to I picked yeah. up. Thank thank you. Much. Hopefully you didn't. Want, hopefully you didn't want Miley Cyrus's like underwear she was chewing on that somebody threw. No,
9: I'm not
0: really interested in uh, underwears.
9: I'm not. I don't have a panty fetish. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so bef- before we get, hi, Fran. Hi, um, everyone else. I listen
5: on the to line. him. Oh,
3: he oh, knows who everybody Thank you. We have the cool man about town. Ron Russell hello we got you hey.
5: hey babe hello thank you hello
3: hi we have our Hollywood vixen in Pennsylvania Deirdre Serago say hi Deirdre hey sir hi sir to... how are you we
9: hi. got we got Chad you, Murphy I, I see you're
3: sitting in your
4: I actually see you are you sitting in your living room oh my <laughs> gosh no, that's uh, the studio here in West Palm oh, Beach. Oh, no,
3: that's us. That's us. Okay, that's the studio in West Palm Beach. You can see us. And that's Chad. Chad, yeah, say what's up. Sitting what? in our
9: living room doing the interview, and we had some <laughs> technical difficulties with the soundboard. What's <laughs> up, sir? Major sir?
4: Welcome to the show.
9: What's going on, man? What's going on?
4: It's all good. We're having fun.
3: Hey, dude, I'm so excited about having you on. I think you're going to be the next biggest, like, it thing in, in the world of entertainment. I'm so happy, like, to, to know you and get to get you on the show now because I think you're going to blow up. And congratulations, first of all, for all the great things going on in your career.
0: I want to ask you a question. The clothes that you modeled, did you get to keep? No, they, that's
9: the problem, man. I don't get to keep the
0: stuff. Screw them because you had on some groovy looking great great clothes. I would have killed for them. I would have told them I'm not modeling unless you give me these clothes, frig you. <laughs> right? Could you do yes, that?
3: Thank you. you couldn't do that? <laughs> okay. You couldn't ki- he he was telling and Ron said you should have told him, screw you. I want the clothes for, to model for you, but like I guess you can't really quite do that yet. See <laughs>
9: When you have the opportunity uh, to work with uh, a guy such as Jimmy to get the clothes, you know what I mean. You don't have to kill folks to get there. You can just call Jimmy and say, "Hey, I need something for
3: a shoot," you know. That's right. Actually, we're going to hook that up too because I want to get some pictures of you wearing some of my shit stuff. Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely, See, I believe in speaking things into existence. There you go. There you go. I love yeah, it. I guess we have to tell <laughs> all. Our,
0: we have to tell all our listeners who it was that you were modeling for.
3: Who, who did you? Who did you do stuff oh. for?
9: Had the pleasure of walking in New York Fashion Week for a celebrity eyewear designer. His name is Stevie Boy. He has a phenomenal new line called Ecstasy. Uh, he, so he does um, eyewear. And then when I got back um, to Atlanta, I modeled for a UK designer. His name is uh, I know his first name is Demarco. I can't pronounce his last name. So it was a pleasure, uh, you know, being uh, having the opportunity to walk for these guys.
3: Absolutely and your pictures looked awesome cuz I was looking at all the pictures of you on the internet and I think they're uh f- fantastic. I think also like uh I want to I want to mention because the fact I love the way that you market yourself as the world's sexiest albino model and actor. Mm-hmm. Um you're so like cool looking yeah, to exactly. everybody. Uh I think it's super super cool. And, and can you like speak a little bit about al- albinism like what actually it is cuz I don't know if a lot of people even know what it is. Mhm. Thanks for
9: actually um, acknowledging that because that's my purpose. Um, even as an actor and um, uh, entertainer, even a um, model, um, Alpinism, basically just to explain how you get it. First of all, it is um, it's uh, not having pigmentation or not having melanin. And so, like you, you guys may you guys have melanin, which gives you guys color. Yes. Um, as for me, I have none. And for black folks, they have they have it, and the amount that you have determines your skin complexion. Uh, so with me, it's a genetic situation where I don't have any. Now, how do you get it? A lot of people may ask is, say, uh, your mother and your father have to have the same gene that causes it. Okay, so it's not through incest, as some folks may say, or, you know. Um, so let's say my mom genes are A, B, and C. And my dad genes is C, D, and E. The two common genes are C. And that C gene is what causes albinism. And so that's how you get it.
0: Oh, wow. That's, a, okay. that's so interesting.
3: I think that's, yeah. like, cool because I think that, like, so so can you go in, like, does the sun bother you, or can you go in the sun, or do you stay out of the sun, or, like, uh, what is, how does the sun affect you?
9: Well, the sun affects me because I have no no melanin or no pigmentation, and that protects you from the sun. So because I have none, I have to wear sunblock every, maybe let's say, 30 minutes. I remember we was shooting... Wow. Um, I think they changed the name of the, the film, but it was, it was called Almanac. But I think it's yesterday or something. Yesterday or something, I can't remember the new title, but it's on IMDb. Now, when I was shooting that, they had to come supply sunblock on me every 30 minutes because it was so hot. And then they had, like, the light beams, which made it even more hotter. Um, but, yes, I have to stay protected. So, uh, naturally, everyone should be protected. Absolutely. And, you, know, you shouldn't want to be in a town. Because you can get cancer, and so a lot of folks think because I'm darker or because I have color that I don't have to stay protected, and
6: that's not true. Absolutely. I,
3: I have all kinds of skin cancers that got removed. I was a tennis player as a kid, and I was uh, a really good oh, really? a really good tennis player. And so when I was in my, like, mid-20s, I had all kinds of, like, skin cancers on my, on my back and arms and stuff removed from being out in the sun so much as a youngster. So since then, I've never go in the sun ever, hardly I mean, without being protected, because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be have all the 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 problems as I'm getting older. And I
0: never ever ever Mm -hmm. use any kind of sun oil because I'm Italian, and the extra virgin olive oil just comes out of my pores when I'm in the sunshine. (laughs) 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 So I am I am lucky. And if we have some vinegar, we can mix it around and throw it on the grass. Bingo, we've got
3: lunch. So I want (laughs) to I want to go back to the fashion thing for a minute then, because you. Um, actually, hold on. Deirdre, are you still there? Yeah, I, I keep cutting in and out, but I'm, I'm back. Okay, well, I just wanted to make sure you for were there. I don't know how long, but... Because uh, in a minute, we're going to talk about American Horror Story, and I know that's like one of your favorite shows, but I want to just go back to the fashion thing for a second. That's uh, a great because picture. being a fashion designer, I have all these designers that I love, and I was reading... Uh, I don't even know where I read it, if it was your website or whatever, but, like, eventually you'd like to model for Alexander McQueen, which I know he's not alive anymore, but when he was alive, was, like, my favorite designer, and, and we were just in Neiman's yesterday mm-hmm. looking at his stuff, and his new stuff is, like, beautiful. So, like, who are some of the other designers that you would be like if you could, like, walk for him? Who would you want to walk for?
9: I would love to do it, and I don't know if this is a stretch, but Tom Ford, I'm in love with all his designs. I'm really uh, into the European style, so... um, I would love to work work with Tom Ford, uh, Mark Jacobs. You know, some of your high end designers. Um, I think America we're we're really copycats. We wait to find out what the next person is gonna do versus really being creative and making being the first one to take that initiative.
3: Oh, I um, agree a hundred
9: percent. Absolutely. Not to not not even to divert from that question, but what we do as Americans is we always look to the Europeans, we always look to the UK to see what they're gonna do or get a lot of inspiration from other countries versus, you know, being creative and doing our own thing. And so, with me, I was told the other day by a modeling coach for, uh, with with another agency, I'm not going to say the name, Um, but they were telling me that you have to get signed to an agency overseas because the U.S. is not really going to be receptive to you just because, you know, you're very different. And, you know, Americans were really traditional. And so, when you talk about gun rights, gay marriage, and 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 equality for other folks, um, you know we're really traditional, so that we're always scared of, of change. And so I said, "Well, yeah, you have a great point." And so my goal right now is to either get signed with an agency or a couple of agencies overseas, then try to get signed here in the states because of our way of thinking, if you will.
3: Absolutely, like my favorite designers. Uh, well, I, I, like I always like. Um... Vivian Westwood was like my favorite. I loved Alexander McQueen and uh, uh, who's the?
0: But Jimmy, the prices are a joke. Jimmy picked up a jacket, $3,500. I bought a 1978 Cougar convertible for (laughs) $3,500 and now it's a jacket? I mean, are they out of their friggin' minds or what?
3: Actually, it's funny because yes. as a clothing designer, which I don't do as much of it as I used to, but I've dressed a lot of like Elton John and Madonna and all kinds of people, and, and everything I make is one of a kind. And like we go into the stores now, and I still have like clothes, you know, that I made 10 or 15 years ago. And the, same, the stuff I was making 10 or 15 years ago is the stuff you see in the stores now. And that's
0: the truth because I pointed them out. I said, wow. he, he always points oh, them yeah. out and goes, Look, you were doing this 10 I years said, ago. I said, Jimmy, look, you, they stole your ideas with the different sleeves and all the crazy patterns you do. It's amazing that Jimmy did this 18 years ago. No, Fifth ten, fifth, ten, ten, like ten, years, ten years, ago. years ago, yeah, and now they're doing Jimmy Star designs. Jimmy is way ahead of the game. I would have worn a Jimmy Star wow. today. See, Jimmy's got a Jimmy Star, yeah, I'm wearing on. a Batman
3: shirt today,
0: and <laughs> I was gonna wear mine with the ducks, but somebody washed it, I have no idea, and threw it in the dryer. And it became like a shrug. So I cried. <laughs> you know, and I have a little bit of a middle-aged spread. And I didn't want to sit here looking pregnant, so I didn't wear it. So I'm not wearing a Jimmy Star. <laughs> but I always wear Jimmy at my age. And I'm still accepted. People love it. They come up to me and say, I know it's fun. where'd you get We're that gonna shirt? We're going to send you
3: some wild stuff. that'll fit. First of all, how tall are you? I am 5'10". Okay.
0: Oh, I've got a shirt. I'm going to pick out for you. I know. Ex- oh, wait. I'm
3: going to put a note uh, on. 5'10", it. He's five ten and he's like ripped. So, I, and what no. size shirt do you normally wear?
9: Um, why well, I, I use the term schmedium.
3: Okay, but um,
9: schmedium.
3: <laughs> between yes. medium and
0: small. Right. <laughs> oh, I know. He's got one in the collection. I think
3: he's got one in the collection. I'm, nice.
0: I'm, the collection. I'm not going to tip it off I'm when you get it. it. It is
3: so sexy. So let's do this then, because now we have Deirdre. Now we have Deirdre on the phone. Let's talk a little bit about American Horror Story, because yes. she's the, that's like her let's favorite talk show. About American Horror Story. And Deirdre, Deirdre, you take it away. Oh, that was my favorite,
8: favorite season of all times with American Horror Story. Anything to do with Marie Laveau and witches and voodoo and New Orleans definitely has my vote. Mm-hmm. But I must say, the one comment in the scene that when you brought. Um, Oh my God! I'm forgetting her name now.
3: Jesus! Jesus. I can't believe this. No, it's in the, the red. headed redheaded lady. The redheaded yeah. lady. The red-headed lady. <laughs> yeah. Myrtle. 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 Myrtle.
8: Myrtle. <laughs> you no, know, when you brought Myrtle in, and she, I love when she goes Balenciaga. <laughs> I just thought
9: that
8: was
0: so great. I guess hey, Myrtle, you had to be there to know it.
9: I call her Frances Conroy, but Myrtle is. She was amazing to work with. Um, really, really. Uh, she actually taught me a little bit about the industry. Um, she's fun, even outside of um, working on production. Like we would just ride right around the city of New Orleans, going to you know markets and stuff like that. She she really showed me a lot of love and embraced me um, as a newbie, if you will. And so uh, yeah, she was all she was really fun to work with. Um, I really got to work closely with her and Taiza Farmego, which is Violet, or she played Zoe, I think, in this. This season. yeah Zoe. Really. Mhm.
0: Let's let's get of the sweet stuff. Who's the nastiest person you've ever worked with?
9: (laughs) The nastiest person in terms of, like, who's the meanest?
0: You know, whoever, like, was, like, not nice to you and treated you like crap. A diva. Um, (laughs) A diva. diva.
9: You're asking me for career career suicide here. No, (laughs) no, no. no, um, Everyone that that I have worked with was amazing. Um, Everyone is really uh, opening arms. They're really, um, really... Really are willing to show me the industry um, versus, you know, hiring me for a gig and, you know, getting out of the airs. And so everyone that I've worked, come across with and have the opportunity to work with was really amazing and very inspiring um, um, to me. And so... How, I, how did you're you're very lucky.
0: I, I worked with Eartha Kitt, and she was the bitch of bitches. Mm-hmm. I've never met anybody as
3: nasty as Eartha Kitt. I want to go back, though. So, like, how did you actually uh, go through casting for that? You yeah, know, I don't know if there are... Well, here's the story about that. You know you know, there's a story about that. So I was doing glam Fashion Week last year. Or, yeah.
9: And so I was at rehearsal, and we took like a five, two-minute break. And I get this anonymous call. But they showed their number, but it was, a, it was a, a random call, and the call went something like this. Hey, this is such and such from American Horror Story, though. We'd like to have you for this project. We'd love your look. And I'm thinking, you know, this is just like one of the random calls I get. Like, I got a call from... A big entertainment company asking me to do porn. I'm like, uh, no, I'm porn. not gonna do that. Thank you so much for the offer though. <laughs> so, um, you know, I told the person, uh, the casting director, I said, you know what, go ahead and email me and we'll, you know, we'll take a look at it. And I was getting up uh, and I, you know, we hung up. Five minutes later, I kid you not, the director called me and said, hi sir, Major, this is the director of American Horror Story, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we would like to have you for this project. We understand that you didn't seem very interested, and in... he was calling me to sell me the show. So I asked the first little girl that walked by, and I said, Hey, you ever heard of American Horror Story? Why wow, I'm on the phone with the director. Um, and the girl just started screaming. So I went outside the room and continued to have the conversation, and the director said, We're nominated for 22 Emmys. I said, Uh, so what did you need me by? Did you want me this weekend? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so the director, <laughs> the director said, what we're gonna do is go ahead and um, I'm gonna have my travel department contact you. So I'm thinking, if you got a travel department, this is major, you know, so I gotta be a part of it. Um, I was very flattered, they actually flew me in on that Sunday, took uh, we did uh, fittings and wardrobe and the rest was history from there.
3: That's awesome. Wow. I that love awesome. that, stuff. Yeah.
9: <laughs> that was a very
8: smart move for you to go on to American Horror Stories because it, it was it was yeah. the number one season out of all the seasons. It was the most.
6: Yeah,
3: awesome. yeah, I'm gonna buy it too. Like when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm buying it just because now you know. I know you, so I can have it. That way, when I actually like meet you <laughs> or I put you in one of my movies, you can like sign it for my collection. <laughs> you didn't get to work with Jessica
8: Lang or get to talk to Jessica Lang, did you, sir? Um. Jessica. Um,
9: because she is the queen of the show. So. Of course, you know, they don't give you too much access.
3: Right. It was just
9: enough to get your feet wet and, you know, you can have your credentials and you can get a little work off of that. And, you know, the rest you got to work for. You got to work for it. And I believe deeply in working hard. So
3: There you go. I hate when they do that, when they
0: separate the stars from the principal actors. They do that in a lot of the sets. But, you know, you get people... Uh, Like, I can't think of one right now, but so many of the stars like to sit with camera and crew and all the principal players and talk to them. They're not, you know. Oh, yeah. So
3: let's move forward. Jessica
0: Lange is a sweetie pie, I heard. So I don't see her doing that.
9: Jessica Lange is so beautiful. And the
3: fact that I found out she was
0: 62, I was like, wow. Yeah, she's still, I love her. She's one of my favorites.
3: Let's, let's go back, yeah. though, Lux. Like, so, so, like, uh, I saw that you tweeted that you were, like, going to have a little role in the new Hunger Games and that you were supposed to have a fitting. Did, is all mm-hmm. that coming to fruition?
9: Okay, so, you know, I have signed a bunch of paperwork saying that I would not talk about anything. Right. But what I will say is this. I do have a small feature role in Hunger Games. Um, I did things, uh, was it yesterday? On the 18th, yes, it was yesterday. Um, And when I went to go do fittings, like, everyone knew who I was.
3: Okay, cool. that was
9: amazing. Um, That was great. Um, So I look forward to doing that. But that's all I can say. That's
3: okay. As long as you're in it, that way I'm going to be like, yeah, I got a friend in the Hunger Games. Yeah! (laughs) You got a friend. You got a friend. (laughs)
5: Uh, Because I love
3: the Hunger Games. I think it's fantastic. And you also have a role in... uh, Need for Speed, it's getting ready to come out soon with Aaron Paul and Dominic Cooper and Imogen Poots and Michael Keaton, and I love those race car movies. I actually did the wardrobe for Too Fast, Too Furious, and I think it looks awesome. So like uh, that was a big, that's a big feature, huge, big budget like film. Talk a little bit about that.
9: Okay, so I play an inmate. His um, name is Lee Dennis on uh, Need for Speed or in uh, Interpol, and uh, I think Keith Cuddy's in the project. I saw him on that as well, so I don't know what his role is. But um, I play an inmate um, where uh, I think I was getting transferred from New York State Prison to California, or vice versa. And so um, I was just an inmate, and they wanted me to be like this thug, and, you know, I'm really not thuggish. Like, I can maybe sound thuggish, but I don't look like it. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of cool for me uh, to play an inmate. never really been an inmate, so... So that was kind of fun. Um, I was the this, and this actually was my first gig, um, being on a, on a big production. And so, of course, when you know when you're a newbie, you're smiling, trying to meet everybody. and And I had on this orange jumper, and we shot at the, the Gwinnett Prison here in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And so, I'm you know smiling with this orange jumpsuit, and everybody's like, "You're not supposed to be smiling. You look, um, you know, you look kind of funny smiling that you're in prison." And so, I was nickname <laughs> myself. Um, I was the prettiest, uh, the inmate, and I, you know, because I, I I pride myself in my beauty now uh, that I have found my newfound, you know, fame, I guess. And so I said, I'm the, so I think uh, it was one of the production assistants came out and said, we need to take a blue picture. And so I jokingly said, the pretty guy in the middle, pretty guy in the middle, referring to myself, and they said, oh, so the other inmates were like, oh. You need a pretty boy, huh? What could you say that later on tonight? <laughs>
6: that was funny. Now, I, I know. Think
0: for the for the, for our listeners, uh, you know what they do in prisons to pretty boys, and if you don't know, <laughs> use your imagination. Yeah, you know, use I found your imagination. That. I
3: found that. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I'm very excited yeah. just to see the film cuz I like that kind of films. Uh and I think Adrian Paul, you know, uh is is basically just probably going to make the transition from huge <laughs> one of the biggest TV stars you could be to a huge movie star now and and just the fact that you get to be a part of a project like that um, I think it's just like super fun. And it's like that was the beginning of your everything's like kind of moving forward. Because, dude, once you're in. Absolutely. Once you're in the Hunger Games that you can't talk about and people like see you, that's going to open up even a zillion more doors for you. I hope so.
9: And I hope being on the Jimmy Show with Ron and. And Fran and all you other
3: guys I hope this opens up a lot more doors It's going to open up a it ton sure of will. doors It is going to open up doors Because like, we, we have a production company We have a bunch of films in pre-production And as we're working on all our budgets and everything I've got you in mind Plus I yep. uh, I also have a, uh, an entertainment company Called Arcadium Entertainment We rep about uh, Non-exclusively about 100 different actors For appearances like at Comic Con And stuff like that And so, like, I think that we could probably, like, get you in with our roster and and start booking it, and you start selling autographed pictures, and more people will get to know you, because I know once they meet you, everybody's going to love you.
0: Well, I have to ask the Uh, questions. Well,
3: that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I have to ask you the questions everybody waits for. Uh, So, who's your girlfriend?
9: (laughs) Um, see, that's what everybody's waiting for, and,
0: um... They want to know.
9: Because they want to know. Well, girls out there think you're cute. So do the guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the girl and the guy, do. Yeah, yeah, everybody thinks you're and cute. And the guy, so it's very flattering. Uh, but I, I'm on the market here, so oh, you know, you're, we're, you're we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, focus in on the career. Okay. Uh, that comes first.
0: Okay, girls so, in the chat room, he's up for grabs. Let's go, girls. Jump in the I am. Water.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, one of the people... I that am, we- I'm very much... Wow. Good. One of the people yeah, that we like have to try trying. to get you in a movie with that comes on the show a lot. Chad Lindbergh was like one of the main people in the first Fast and Furious and he was on Supernatural and all kinds of shows and like he comes on our show all the time. Mm. And uh so is like Chad, we have Chad to try to put now? something together. No, he's not here now, no. but like we need to like hook you up with some of the different like cool like actor people that we know and see if we can start putting together some projects for all you guys 'cause it would be a it would be a total blast. We, we, we can make enough, money I'm and so have excited. fun. Yeah absolutely do you like horror movies like do you watch horror movies (laughs) okay so let's be honest let's have a uh, a a moment with you guys
6: okay
0: I
3: have never seen American Horror
9: Story I don't really watch horror stuff not saying that I'm scared I'm just saying I'm not into it
0: me
3: too I feel um, the same way I watch a lot of stuff dealing with I'm sorry Go I, ahead. I, Ron doesn't watch it either. No, Deirdre, no. Deirdre and I, we love the horror stuff. We yeah. think it's fantastic. I, I,
0: I make horror movies. I just shot a horror movie and I thought it was stupid while I was doing the film and everybody said it's wonderful. And I said, It's stupid. You know, it's just beyond whatever. Yeah, Ron anyway.
3: Ron's starring in a movie, it'll be on Netflix in April called Croker. Yeah. And oh really?
0: I, yeah, and I thought it was a it's a great movie. Everybody loves it. I think it's nil. But
3: you know, no one. We get a lot of acting roles. Ron gets his acting roles because he's a great actor. I get my acting roles because a million people listen to this show every week and they want me to promote it. My Jimmy is good.
0: The only problem when Jimmy acts is he reads lines. He doesn't act. (laughs) And I say, babe, you got to put some emotion behind it. You know, if you say to the person, "I hate you," you got to do, "I hate you." Jimmy reads the line, "I hate you." So well, I'm
3: not the greatest actor, but I'm getting better. And I did do a movie with uh, a, a super talented girl, Shane Layton, who wrote a book of light and darkness. And she mm-hmm. did her first movie. It was called The Incubus. And I did my own stunts, and I run through the woods, and I f- trip over the, the <laughs> thing, and I look terrific. And then I get my my soul sucked <laughs> out of me, and I looked awesome. It was, I loved it. I was it. terrific.
8: Oh, that's so cliche. You ran and fell? Yeah.
3: Right. That's on. all he
0: does in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I hate
8: that. I would have fought the director and the writer on that one. I Just,
0: actually – no, but totally wait dead. a minute. That's what he does in Pennsylvania. I down he in broke snow. his toe he slipped going to the dinner and w- did a stumble so it landed on his head twice <laughs> I mean Jimmy can't walk straight he's forever slipping and falling I like to
3: wear nice loafers sir and I was wearing these really nice ostrich like loafers and they were slippery and I slipped on the concrete and fell and then when the snow I'm from Florida I'm not used to the snow it's like you in Atlanta now you guys don't get a lot of snow and now lately you guys have had the worst weather ever so I fell on no, the ice oh, right. how do you like that cold weather yeah. you like it or you can't stand it
9: well, I actually escaped um, the cold weather. I used to live in Ohio, and so I moved down to Atlanta. And um, I, I call myself escaping it. Uh, we this, the whole state shut down over two inches of snow simply because they're lazy and they don't want to buy salt trucks. But you know, I don't like the cold weather. I like the warmness.
3: Okay. What about like? Have you been? Have you yeah. tried to get on? Have you tried to get on the Walking Dead? Yeah. You know what
9: glad you bring that up. I actually got uh, had a conversation with casting over there. Um, I think it's uh, Fan Cannon, and so I called them and I said, "Hey, you know, I'm here in the market. I want to get on the show." They like. They said they like the look. They're going to try to put that emotion. So that is the uh, goal. I actually spoke to them a couple of days ago as well, uh, and so they said they definitely had me in mind. So um, they said they will. They said that would be great for season five. So that that's that's also the, the the goal. But you know what I'm trying to do, guys, is that I have a very unique look, and I realized that at first, for a long time, I didn't love who I was and didn't like my look. I wish I was either white or black. God, you, why this? Why me? You know? And so when I, it wasn't until I really started loving who I was and accepting that that I wasn't going to change and that I am beautiful.
6: Absolutely. Um,
9: the name, the world's sexist, so I know. Okay, so <laughs> um, when I really started embracing who I was, I said, you know what? I think I will be great for TV and film. So what I, what I think my niche will be right now is doing TV shows like uh, the na- the Supernatural, Walking Dead, American Horror Story. Doing a lot of these horror films because I think my look is just so unique and really great for those projects.
3: Absolutely, I- I've actually dressed like half of the Walking Dead cast, Norman Reedus, a whole bunch of the people. They wear my clothes, and uh, uh, and it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of fun. And we actually had one of the guys who like helped people get cast on that show on the show. We did an interview with him, uh, and had him on Tony totally oh, really? goal Yeah, and so like. So like, if it doesn't work out, let me know and I'll like see if I can find another way to help get you in there because like it would be awesome and I just awesome. want you to like blow up, dude. Because like, there's just I don't I don't feel this like way about like everybody who comes on the show, but there was just something about you and the fact that like when I contacted you, you sent me your phone number and everything. You didn't even like know who I was, even though like I am awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so so I, I did my research
9: after you contacted me. So okay, me, so you, me, you looked it up first.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it's like awesome, and I sure. just want you to be super successful, and I would love to get you in some of our projects that we're going to be working on, and and I just want everybody to have a good time and have a great career doing what they want to do, and I think you got a lot of great things to say, and I, I do think that yeah. you are probably one of the. Have you ever seen that movie? What's that movie that we were talking about, Chad, with Goldie Hawn, with the, the albino actor? Foul play. Foul play. Like when I was a kid, there was a I movie called movie. Foul Play with uh, Goldie love Hawn. And it's a great, great movie, mm-hmm. and, it had, and it was the first time ever I had seen um, anybody who was an albino, and I didn't even understand it at all. And I don't think – back then people couldn't really explain it to me. Like, you explained it extremely well. Well, the problem with mm-hmm. – the problem, But it's a great movie. You need to see that movie. It's really cool. The problem with people – I would definitely send to my to do this. The problem
0: yes. with people – that are different from other people, like myself, I'm gay. So it's difficult being different from other people. Then film came along and they showed us as horrible, now they're starting to show us as nice, decent people. I think you should encourage someone to write a film about being an albino, so people can understand it and see that you're just like everybody else. Like I'm, like everybody else. We just Absolutely. we just are a little different. Uh, the trials and tribulations of being an albino. I mean, it would be difficult if you were dating, getting married, or all those situations. How people would accept you and mm-hmm. understand you. And I think you could do that through film and have a better, better. Oh my way. God!
3: What a good idea. Yeah, I would. <laughs> so anybody out there
0: that's that's a writer do a, f- do a film about it it's an it's an interesting subject matter and I definitely would go see it better than that crappy George Clooney film that's for sure
3: yeah we didn't like Monuments Man so <laughs> I, I think it's like Spearhead say that again Deirdre yeah I, you know what oh Spearhead a documentary
8: about it
3: yeah that's cool too
0: no I'd rather see a film a yeah. film too. a movie can bring us into the moment documentary is sort of a voyeur a voyeur 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 <laughs> <laughs> also, too, we should tell anybody. You know like, it's, it's funny. Go ahead. It's funny how you
9: talk about, you know, being gay and how society looks at you. I really feel like I I, I relate and um, um, relate to folks that have been outcasted or alienated to society. Uh, there's an organization that I wanted to talk about. You, you guys may have heard of it. It's called NOAA. And I don't know what the other words would stand for. I can't pronounce it all. However, they deal with um, individuals who have uh, skin diseases or, or disorders, if you will. Uh, and so one of the, uh, one of the uh, large people that they uh, advocate for is people with albinism. And you might see on the internet how if you like Google albin- albinism and And they have attacked it, um, attacked. I'm not going to use the word attack. They have yes, they did. They, they have attacked, um, Producers and writers and, and um, directors for using people with albinism and making them as villains, and that's how I think Hollywood has kind of portrayed people with albinism. I think
0: I mean, that's so totally right. Against, you know, well, well,
9: they did they're it to totally they, people with
0: albinism. They did it to gay people in the beginning when we were shown in films. We were all in drag, murdering people and getting killed at the end, and every single mm-hmm. gay person was punished. I mean, that horrible movie that was out years ago called The Victim. I mean, it showed gay people mm-hmm. in a gay bar like licking their lips and lurching around and we were like these disgusting creatures and the man that was a bisexual that went into the gay bar was snarling his face like looking at us like we're disgusting and then he gave in and he mm-hmm. had sex with the man and he killed himself. You know, that's like such mm-hmm. nonsense. I'm married to Jimmy Starr. We got married in New York. We're happy. It's wonderful. We're, li- <clears throat> we're clean living. We're nice people. Show it on film. Absolutely.
6: Actually, I guess
9: my message to Hollywood would be, you know, what they also do is like, okay, you have a guy with albinism, such as Sir Major, and there are other folks out there, not just me, but they will rather use professional actors. I'm a, I am cons- would consider myself as a professional actor now, but they use other actors versus using folks with albinism to portray people with albinism.
6: So right. let's
9: say they might have Jimmy portray that he has albinism, put a bunch of white paint on him. Uh, make it dyed nice hair white or platinum blonde, um, and he play a character with albinism. We Why have, do that when you have somebody who really lives lived that life, you know, live uh, with albinism. I know? think
3: that's um, the same with gay people. Like straight people, always portray gay people in the movies, and there's a million gay actors. Why don't we get well, to portray ourselves? Well, what, so what about American
0: thing. Indians? Years ago, when you saw a cowboy and Indian. They were all Jewish, and they were tanned, dressed up like Indians. It was ridiculous.
3: Yeah, I think that you're going to – I hear what you're saying, and I think you're absolutely correct with it. I also think you're going to break all the stereotypes because you're coming in 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 the world in a great time. You're going to be cast in all different kinds of roles, and I think that you're going to break all the stereotypes uh, with a little time. It won't happen overnight, uh, but I think that you're going to have such great success, and then you're going to be the one who breaks all those stereotypes and, and, and actually opens the door for everybody. We'll also soon. Thank you so much. And uh, we have also, we only have a minute left to go, so I want to make sure everybody knows. Everybody follows Sir Major on Twitter. It's S I R M A E J O R. He's also on Instagram. He has great pictures. You can see all his fashion pictures and all the cool stuff he's doing. Um, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We're in Florida for another like six days, but I'm going to call you when I get back and get your address, and we'll send you some cool stuff for you to like. Uh, go to some of your appearances in, and we want to thank you for coming on the show and wish you all the luck in the world with everything that you got going on because, dude, I think you are awesome.
0: Thank you so much for being thank on. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. Up. My when you get your Oscar, thank you, sir. When you get your Oscar, come back and talk to us.
3: Absolutely, dude. You're going to rock it. Of course, it I and- want to come sit on a couch. Absolutely. Any way we can help you promote anything, you let me know. We'll have you come back. We want to thank you and have a great weekend and good luck with everything.
0: And I want to thank All right,
3: you my. Too, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 I also want to thank, right. our thank our my
0: sweet friend Fran Bizarre for taking time out to come and sit here and. Tell us all about the Broadway uh, beautiful plays that they're putting out. Fran, thank you so much, Honey Bunch.
3: You're welcome. And we want to thank Fran, and we want to thank everybody in the chat room, and we want to thank Deirdre And Deirdre. is she still there? Thank you. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, oh. I just wanted to make sure you're still there, gorgeous. Yeah,
0: and and, <laughs> and Deirdre, Deirdre, don't leave dishes in the sink for me when I get home. okay What? <laughs>
3: She's like that? <laughs> no, she's not. Okay. Listen to him. He's just like, <laughs> likes to, he just likes to start problems. <laughs> I see that. So, Deirdre, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. We will see you. Fran, thanks all so right, much. Have a great Chad, thank you so thanks much. You, Chat Chad. room, we love all you guys. Mr. The Voice Critic, I'll email you back soon. I appreciate all your uh, recommendations. And Carla and Ginger and Shane and everybody, love you guys. Thanks so much. See you next week. Bye bye. Yo, I'm in Liverpool, MC. You
1: can't trust me. We got the girls that the party. Get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself alone as I'll be the one and only the Turkish MC. Always love like the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, I'm your one wanna be Jimmy Star, new celebrity. He'll take you out, to Jimmy stars. He'll dress you right. you will feel like the
9: to me and said, hey mate, want to go to a party? Party, party,
6: party, party, party?
9: I'm like, what are you talking about love? I ain't got
3: no gums. I need some nice gums so garms, I can go out to this party garms, and pull all the chicks and the geezers. Do you know what I mean? So he said,